Ladies and gents, boys and girls, today on Unwavering, I have been wanting to sit down with this gentleman for a while. We are friends. We text each other. We check on each other. We, we, we make sure everybody's doing okay with each other. But we haven't gotten an opportunity to really sit down and talk about heartfelt key issues that we feel like are going on in our lives, uh, from being a father uh, to being men in a society that seems to want to remove men from it. We talk about things going on in the world that are going to affect our children and what we need to do to make sure this stuff stops. What we can do as men to see to it that not only our children and my grandchildren, but your children have a freedom-loving society that has values and standards. It is extremely important that our society have that. And right now, from the inside out, people are trying to take that away. They're trying to do away with just good old-fashioned goodness. And we're tired of it. So today, finally, after a while of planning, my buddy and I, Gonzo, Michael Gonzalez, we sat down, we talk about what we can do to change the world, what one step at a time, what we need to do to be better men and help everybody around us be better men, which in turn just going to make us want to be better men. So we discussed that. And you know, you know, when you're in this room, it's full of God, family and country. And it's time. Unwavering. Toxic masculinity from the dudes den in three, two, one, go. Quiet, please. It is time to listen. A sexy and hysterical genius is about to speak. This is unwavering. Toxic masculinity from the dudes den. Well, brother, we finally made this happen. Finally. It's been, uh, I know we've talked about it for- uh, uh, Three um, weeks. Yeah, I was going like to say that. almost a month. Yeah, yeah. And it is awesome, man. I, I, I know I've been looking forward to sitting down talking to you mm-hmm. just about uh, uh, multiple things. And so, as I said to you a minute ago, it's, I, I normally don't make a list, and I really didn't make a list. I just wrote a couple of things down I want to be sure to ask you about. So, right. okay. So, uh, guys, uh, welcome in. Uh, you know where you are in a room full of God, family, country. Uh, I am Kevo, your host. My co-host today is a dear friend of mine. Uh, we met uh, a couple of years ago, I think it was, and uh, just a super awesome guy, Michael Gonzalez. Hey, everybody. And we call him Gonzo, so if if it's okay with everybody, we're just going to go Gonzo from here. That works. So, uh, Gonzo, so tell me a little bit, or really, well, I guess you're telling me too, but more for people listening. So, Give us your background. So you graduate high school, right? Yep. You see, I'm I'm a GED guy, so I can't say. That. Hey, <laughs> man, if if look, I, I enlisted in the army when I was 17 years old. If I could have gotten my GED then, if that was an option for me, right, I would have just done it and left then. Uh, but I was 17. I enlisted. Um, I've been in the army ever since. So that's 18 years ago. Right. I've been in the army for 18 years. Since then, I've you know completed college, got three different degrees. Uh, 
Yeah. You know, three different degrees. Yeah. Well, we're not going to touch on that because I don't know how many of my <laughs> army friends are listening and they might try to get me to go to office candidate school. I, I'm not. So you're not interested in doing that? Absolutely. Then we already got that out of the way. And, and that's literally, do they call that OCS? Yep. Right. Okay. Yep. I've heard that term. Okay. Yeah. Uh, which I'm so close to the end of my career that, that I can taste it. Whew. And <clears throat> I want to knock out a couple more years. Wait, I, I've got a two year old little boy. I want to wait for him to grow up a few more years, uh, get some of that nice insurance. Man, what a handsome guy he is, man. Oh, yeah. You did good. Thank you. Thank you. You Um, did good. You had some help, but yeah. Yeah, well, his his mom gets pretty mad at me because he looks nothing like her and all like me. (laughs) It's not your fault. I can't help it. You had good genes. You're the victim. I feel like I'm a victim here. <laughs> I tell Mary I that all the time. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah. When well, we get through tonight, you probably will be. So you graduate high school, you go into the military. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've been doing that ever since. Look, I've, I've uh, several deployments out of the way. I've had several, uh, you know, Oconus uh, uh, ODT missions, which is like uh, Guatemala, Belize, Honduras, Germany. Um, <clears throat> the Middle East, I've toured the Middle East all over the place, done all kinds of good and great, wonderful things there. Right. And some not so great and wonderful things as, as one does. Right. I could, I could only imagine. Yeah. So, um, gosh, I <clears throat> had a, my, my little boy just turned two in April. Um, so I'm still very, very new to the, to the parenting lifestyle, to the father lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I'm trying not to, to mess that up yeah just so you know right there where you are on the mic you sound so perfect okay that's perfect but but you know the thing is is you know who else is new to being a father seriously hang on that that's my phone sorry you you know who else is new at being a father me i mean think about it i I have a daughter that's 26 yeah but i'm still yeah that's true i don't know what i'm doing day to day and and that's something i hate when you your new son was born or whatever, when he was on the way, did you have a lot of people go? Let me tell you, you better not do this, and if you don't do that, like nobody freaking knows. If, if there were a handbook out there, I think that a lot of more parents would have that handbook, and it would be a, sure, you know, a real page turn. We right? would really use it. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, look, you've got. I've been in the army for eighteen years. There's a manual for every weapon, every every weapon mount, every vehicle, every every piece of equipment. But there's not one in the real world for parenting. Oh, and furthermore, relationships and what? Uh, yeah. That does suck, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Dude, if I even had a cliff notes, it ain't even got to be the whole manual. Yeah, like a newspaper clipping once uh, a week. Yeah, something. <laughs> something. Like I would try to keep from pissing Mary off more than what I do, but yeah, 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 you yeah. know. Uh, so, so what? Did, what was your special? You go into the military, oh, and did you have I've a specialty? Had, or how does that? I have so many. I've got six different MOSs, man. Um, wow. Yeah. See, the way that it happens in the active National Guard, which is what I am, by the way, AGR program. And by the way, thank you for your service, brother. Oh yeah. So uh, the way that it happens is, you know, you come in and you apply to be full time. Like it's just like any other job. You literally have to apply to do it. Okay. And I did that, and I got selected, and. Uh, you know, throughout the years, it's it's a slot-based program, so you have to be in the slot for the rank you are, for the MOS you have. So if you get selected for another job, and oh, by the way, they can just tell you, you're going to this job. No, no, yeah, you don't have a whole lot of say-so, eh? Absolutely not. I would think not. This but. is a military, not a democracy. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Uh, you know, we, we go where they tell us to, essentially. I mean, we've got a little bit of say and sway in it, but... 
you know, if, if, if 10 years ago I were married with, with a kid, it'd be a different story. Right. Know, where I was working in South Louisiana in the Slidell area and the Laplace area, you know, having a family would, they would probably be like, well, let's not send him because the divorce rate's high. So, right. Yeah. Okay. I got you. That's interesting. Okay. So they do take that in consideration, but if they did tell me, you know, you got to go down there and suck it up for at least two years and you can come back, then that's that's an option. But, but I said all that to say that I've got several different MOSs and it really wherever I went, I've, I've been a, a combat engineer, heavy equipment operator, uh, truck driver, uh, supply, um, Jesus, a rec- I've been a recruiter here in the Monroe area before. I actually, okay. Yeah, I taught at ULM for a little bit, too. I forgot to throw that in there. That was really fun. Really? So I want to ask about that, too. But, okay. but so I'm, I'm going to make a note of that. Okay. Okay. So um, so how old are you now? I am. How old am I? Uh, 35 years. <laughs> 35. OK. See, Mary was asking and, and, and I, I wasn't bad, really, because I said I, I, I matter of fact, I think I said 36, 38. Yeah. So, OK. Yeah, uh, so Finkley, me, Havard, uh, we're, we're all around. So I'm, I'm the youngest of those three. Okay. Uh, they're both a year older than me. Gotcha. Um, but we're, we're all about in that same, you know, age bracket. And, you know, mm-hmm. I've bartended almost everywhere in this. Town. Yes, I remember that too. Yeah. And, and, and I think, I think I met you as a bartender so. a few years ago, but yeah. we, we didn't know who each other was, but. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, uh, it, it had to have been either at Live Oaks or Brass, though, if I remember right. I want to say I want to one hundred percent say it was Brass. Yeah, it, it probably yeah. was because mm-hmm. as as Havard left that that job, yeah, I kind of followed in because after Live Oaks closed yep. the first time, you know, me, Andy, Ryan, Ryan Watts, we're all such good friends. But after yeah. it closed, I was retired. I was done with bartending. I was just gonna, you know. Oh, we're right out this army thing. Yeah, let's see what happens. <laughs> Might as well. <laughs> well, Tommy Stewart hits me up out of the blue. He's like, "Hey, boy." You know how Tom is. Yes, I do. <laughs> he said, hey, boy, you want to come work for me? I was like, hell, I guess. I mean, yeah, just, I, guess. I got time to kill. I might as well. Yeah, and then and then I rode that gravy train for a while, and, and COVID happened, and once COVID happened... Um, what What is COVID? What is that? I've never heard of it. I don't know. It's the sneezes and sniffles that we got. <laughs> right, that we got that, yeah. <laughs> well, well, way back then, it was a great big deal, and we were all scared of the big bad wolf. Yeah. And that big bad wolf happened to be named COVID. Yeah. <clears throat> but as the, the Louisiana Army National Guard decided that we were going to activate nearly everybody in response to it, <clears throat> and uh, one of the missions we had was, you know, we were going to deliver commodity uh, medical supplies and commodities to hospitals, doctors' offices, dentist offices, things like that. Yeah, yeah. So instead of one company, uh, you know, like Mr. Eric Liu owns a business here in Monday. Yeah, AOSS. Yes, yeah, yep. that's right. And instead of, and, and I don't think that Eric Liu would do this, but instead of him jacking up the prices on everything, sure, the state came in and said, "All right, we're 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 getting." Direct from ship people, everything that McKesson, which is a medical su- supplier, a really big one, okay, uh, everything they have, everything this person has, and we're going to distribute it out so that, you know, we've got our hands on it and nobody's getting done dirty anywhere else. Right, right. So, so quick question, what's in my mind here. So, uh, Eric, AOSS, yep. just a qu- not even a long, but... Shameless plug. Do you know... Um, uh, his he has a sister in law named Paulette. Know. You know his wife, Lynn. Um, mm-hmm. Lynn, I think it's Linda. Linda Fay or something like that. Yeah. So 
her sister is is a is a lady named Paulette. Yeah. Okay, Paulette Curtis. So um, I I met Paulette. I, she had an ex husband. He worked for me for a little while, and Mary and Paulette became fast friends. I mean, oh, okay. fast friends. And uh, it's one of the most entertaining people I've ever talked to. The first time I talked to Eric Lou, I mean, it was like, <laughs> like I like his confidence a lot. Oh my god. <laughs> I have to hear this later. He talks about his exhaust on his Hawaii. <laughs> oh my God! Yes, I know. I just when you said that, I just got yes. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to get uh, Finkley on here to do that. Oh, but yeah, he so, would love to. so uh, you're so during COVID, you're doing yeah. the stuff. Yeah, I'm in Baton Rouge. Um, and look, my kid's mom was living in South Louis. I'm sorry, Mississippi at the time, and she was working in Lafayette. And you know, uh, I was there for you know. Chasing the big bad wolf away, right? COVID. Right, and uh, we linked up, and nine months later, you know, as 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 it happened, here's what happens. Here's here's what happens. I got a little boy. Um, yeah, the stork came. The stork came. That's exactly what I told everybody at the office. Man, like, did we, we didn't even know you liked women? Yeah, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't. That's not how she identified. Yeah, yeah, and that matters. Yeah, yes, it does. <laughs> and what's funny is that is a great. Segue too, but I want to save it because I just want to finish this real okay. quick. So you have your son. Yep, I've got my son. And then, so did you feel this sense of of like change come over you when you had your son? Was it like, look, boy, did I need to structure things a little different? Did that? It it absolutely that's the truth. Look, I and was, you're thirty three when you had him, right? Yes. Okay. When he was born. I was thirty three. Um, right. I was. Ooh, the the year of COVID, the year of twenty, our year, our Lord twenty twenty. Yeah, um, I was wide ass open, and I'm not. I'm not. Look, I lived in an apartment downtown uh, Monroe. Yeah, those really nice ones across from the loft. I was living up there, so I. That's walked, right. I walked, oh yeah, I walked to your place all the time, and and brass, and every other bar down there. Okay, but look, it was nothing to see me. You know, four or five o'clock in the morning, howling at the moon. Right after drinking Goldschlager, you know, all night and. Acting a damn fool. So, <laughs> well, sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. Yeah, I had to get it out of my system because I knew I had a little boy coming. So I got it all out of my system. And the day he was born was the day I said, "All right, Michael, time to be dad." Right. You've got it. You've got to be an example of what a, a gentleman is, so that he can grow up and see that and 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 be like, "All right, this is this is this is dad. Dad's a superhero. Dad knows how to treat people. Dad knows how to treat women. You know, kids." Wow. See, the, here's the thing. So I'm sure you agree with me on this. I would think I have this saying that you don't get a gold star for doing things that you're supposed to do. No. Like people want to pat on the back for things. And the it's bare like, minimum. I remember one time guys sitting around talking, you know, they had their kids every other weekend and stuff, you know, and they're like, man, I don't ever miss a visitation with my kid. I don't. And they're just bragging. And I'm like, <laughs> you're not you supposed shouldn't. to yeah, guys. What are you doing? But. In your case, in today's society, I'm going to tell you, we are at a point to where I hear dads say that and live that mentality, and I go, thank you. Yeah. Oh, thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Because the world needs that. There is, and I have such a uh, an odd work schedule that, you know, Eli's mom is so gracious enough to work with me on it. You know? Dude, that's incredible. For a couple that's not together, right? This yeah. this is it's key to just work together. A absolutely. And and don't get me wrong, I'm not gonna sit here and say, you know, 
praise praise all because it's been a it's been trials and tribulations. It's a challenge, sure, but we've got through it. And I think what I want to say is, you know, kudos off to us both because right. we've maintained the idea that a little boy is more important than our personal beliefs, or you know, our, than our your feelings, egos and your man. That and see again, here we go. You normally we wouldn't go. Good job. Yes. But you're so, but we're right because nobody tends to do any of that anymore. Children are not on people's priority list. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's sad. And look, I'm going to say this, and everybody listening might be like, well, I hope so. But I genuinely like hanging out with my kid. You know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah. It's not like, fuck, here we go again. Yeah, you know? Dude's coming over to Son mooch of off of me. <laughs> I mean, yeah, right. And, and I get that. So, yeah. And, and you know, you were 33, so mm-hmm. when I had Kristen, and keep in mind, I have Kristen, her biological mom, yeah. okay, yeah, uh, brings her to me. Uh, I had her several times, yeah. I mean, like a week, you okay. know, like, you know, we, we didn't, we didn't have a set schedule, but like I would keep her, you know, at three months, mm-hmm. I, I would keep her, you know, Monday night and yeah. Wednesday night, overnight, not during the day, and then she'd get, and she brings her to me at three months. And left. Wow. Left. Like, oh, wow. nobody... So I filed for custody. Yeah, you didn't get it. Uh, no, so it's funny. I filed for custody when she came back three and a half months later because I thought, if if I give her to her, she can... She There's no there's no legal... She doesn't do anything. She can just take her and go. Yep. So I filed for a quick domicile parent kind of thing that I got it because of the yep. her leaving. But at... At nine and a half months, I went to court, and they did not. Well, they made me primary domicile parent, and uh, I had her. Let me check out this right. I had her uh, Monday. Yes, yeah. She got she got her from Saturday at noon to Monday at six. I got her Ooh. the rest of the week, so I did win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then at two, <clears throat> two and a half. Change. She no. She just re, she just was like oh, you can just you know, and I'm like I'll never understand it. I can't. But the only mom that Kristen's ever known is Mary. Yeah. When we had our court hearing, nine and a half months, I won custody. Two weeks later, I go to a 65 year old woman's birthday party on a Friday night because I hadn't dated, hadn't done anything. I mean, I, well, what, I want the the kids more important. Yeah. I walk in and I set Kristen down. She's just learning to walk. I set her down, and you know how you got your hands on each side of her waiting for her to fall? I'm kind of doing that, and there's 20 people in that room. And that little girl is standing there wobbling and makes eye contact with this woman, put her arms up, and Mary, who I'd never met, picked her up and was like, is this okay? And I was like, I guess. Absolutely. (laughs) I looked into those beautiful green eyes, Mm -hmm. and I, I, I I went home that night. Yeah. And told my grandmother, that I do believe I'm going to marry this woman. And she thought I was cuckoo. <laughs> and it's been 26 years this and, year. And that is what we call a fate. That is fate. Yeah. So here's what's worse. Okay. The, you, Mary was there. Mary would not have been at that birthday party mm-hmm. because she was going to LSU pre-med. Oh, wow. Okay. And this was in December. But in September, her best friend from junior high, high school, I mean, they lived together. They went to LSU together. Yeah. They they did every rolled together, got scholars, did all that crap, right? Uh, was hit and killed by a train. Ooh. 
at the uh, oh, the at the third week or of into the the semester, semester. Yeah. and Mary just couldn't bear being there with that. I mean, we're not talking an acquaintance. We're talking bestie. They did everything together. Yeah. So Mary was like, I- "I'm going to go home and get myself together, and and I'll I'll go back, you know, in the in the winter or spring or whatever." And we met, and that's all she. So I keep saying, Cupid. It's very important for me to get it right, yeah, because a woman had to die for me to get to meet her. That's you know, and I'm like, man, very good way. Yes, and I'm like, (laughs) I need to be the husband, the dad, the leader. Yeah. So that's not for granted. Yeah, and that's an awesome way to look at it. Yeah. So I put that pressure on myself, you know, man. Well, that's holding yourself accountable too. Well, that's what men are. Very well said. That's yeah. what we're supposed to do, I thought. Absolutely. Like, I'm not even letting myself off the hook. I'm not going to just no, no, be no. a douchebag and, and go, well, you know, because I, 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 I have a I faith guy. I love my Lord and Savior. I, yeah. But I'm not going to use that as a crutch. To, well, I can do what I want to. And then no, just, no. Uh, you know, I'm sorry, God. I'm not doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a that's a that's a uh, societal norm that I'd like to see go away myself. I, yeah. So then. That's a good way of putting it to a yeah. societal norm yeah. that needs to be. You're exactly right. So it, it changed me. Mm-hmm. I mean, the child changed me greatly, no doubt about it. But when I saw her reach up to Mary, it's it. I didn't even think about it. Like yeah. I didn't think until that second. Like this baby girl does need a mom. She needs a yeah. loving, nurturing mom. And, and and when I looked in her eyes, I just immediately was like. Oh my God! Did that's she just pick her own mom? Yeah. And to this day, that's her story. She's like, I got to hand pick her. Yeah. And that's pretty that's special. A good story for a kid yeah, to man. be able to tell. I know, man. At 26, she still tells it. So. so you know that there's a study out there, and I'm just going to drop this tidbit of knowledge because I've got a lot of friends who are going through divorces and things like that. Right. And the marriage is in badly. <clears throat> but there's a study out there about kids um, and the father figure being in the home and how important it is mm. <clears throat> versus only being raised by the mother or only being raised by the father hmm. or the father being in their life this is a little bit of the time this is interesting now i can't wait to see how the study goes well i got a good feeling but i'm gonna tell you that the that the number is somewhere into the 90 percentile mark on accuracy that if the father is in the home if the father could be alone raising the kid or the father's in the home, or the father's in the picture. Yep, that's ninety percent. Somewhere, somewhere from eighty-nine to ninety percent of of the children growing up to be successful, mm-hmm. you know, functioning members of the the sheeple society that we live in. That's but, right. But they are functional. Now the other ten percent, we'll say eleven, ten percent is is usually you know with the one-offs. But you, right. You've got sociopaths that grow up, and, and that's right. You do. Um, <clears throat> now, if you take that. And you flip that, mm-hmm. and it's only the mother mm-hmm. in the household. Then you've got somewhere. And, and by the way, guys, if if you hear this, don't start getting pissed off because somebody's stating a statistic. Yeah. That okay? Nobody's saying anything about moms, but facts are facts. Yeah. Uh, it is. I'll spare you the numbers because I, I can't recall the, the percentile of the mother right now. But I do know that the studies out there. I want to say that that. Uh, one of your Ivy League schools did the, the actual study, and they, they took the data. Uh, I don't want to misquote it. I want to say it was Harvard. I want to say it was Harvard. And it was a professor there by the name of Roland Fryer that did the study. Then you know. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So the study was done, and the the, the 
conclusive evidence stated that, you know, it's, it's very important for a father figure to yes. be in the household mm-hmm. and to lead the young mind into society. Yes. And, and you know what's great is anytime I've ever said that, there's always somebody, always somebody that goes, well, uh, Jeffrey Dahmer had a dad in the house. Like, like, like everybody always states but the that's extreme that, that's as the rule. Yeah, that's that 10% that you still have the pathologies behind. Right. It's like, because that's not, it, it's like when you, when, when I heard, again, there's another one, you know, you hear somebody kind of the same analogy, you know, uh, when you talk about the, the, uh, you know, women, uh, only women can get pregnant, you know, blah, blah. Well, well you know, okay. All right. So what about people that are infertile? Like, okay. So they're not women. Yeah. Here you go again. Yeah. That's a slippery no, slope. Women are, women are the only human with the ability. Yeah. To reproduce. That's right. We understand that sometimes people are born without an arm. Yeah. It doesn't mean humans only have one arm. That it just mean means, that. you know. That's correct. And, but you cannot drill that into people enough. Like, why are you giving the extreme? Like, yeah. Um, it, and I think that that's a method of deflection that we've seen everywhere. 100%. You know, that's, that's all that is. And people do it. Yeah, yeah. People, that's a that's a reality. It's always weird because what they'll do, and 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 I I've seen this, and I'm just being honest. I've seen this more from the left. Yeah, that if if you're if you're doing factual debates like you with that study, okay, yeah, yeah, it, it truly, you know, I know you could do, you know, you could sit there and go, give me a second, let me pull it up because yep. I, I know you're right. Mm-hmm. Um. Because I've read the same stuff, read everything Roland Fryer did. So, um, but when you do that, most people on the left immediately go to a different scenario. Sure. And that's exactly what it is. Like, well, okay, I don't know what to say to that. Yeah. So let me throw this out. Well, what you have in any debate, absolutely, is a, is a, is a place where you collect data. Mm-hmm. And, and every conversation, every interaction with people is a data collection point. So if we're having a debate, I may not know all the facts. I may not know everything there is to know right, the world right. about, about any particular bill or, or something that's being put to the table. But I know there's something in there I don't like. And I can talk about that. hundred percent. And and I think that that's what, what generally happens when we get the, 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 the tit for tat between the left and the right or the conservative or the liberal or even centrists. Right. For the fact of the matter is, well... You might be right, mm-hmm. but I don't like this, and I'm going to throw it at you. Right, you know, 100%. So, very well said. Yeah. Very well said. The thing about Roland Fryer, too, I think this is interesting. So, Roland Fryer was one of the guys in 2014 or 15. He said, I'm going to do a study, and I'm going to show people. Mm-hmm. I am, I'm going to show people that cops are killing African-Americans oh, in record. That's what he said in record numbers. And then he, then he even did the even just white people in general are killing by record numbers. And he did the study after his first study. He fired a staff. Yep. I'm not kidding. He fired a staff and he got another staff and he did it again. And after the second time he went. So I was wrong. He, and <laughs> it took yeah. so much courage for him to do that, too, to go. All right. I was wrong. Look, man, if more people were able to say. My bad. Uh, right. It's not. Yeah. It's okay, man. Like, None of us know where. Like, look, there's some things I've done in my life very recently. I'm not proud of. Right. Right. Of course. Not my fault. I'm only. I own it. 
You know, that's Damn the it. difference in people that are, ra- you know, that's what you want to see with people raising young children. That's absolutely Boy, girl, doesn't matter. Be no. accountable. Yeah. You know, and I tell my daughter that all the time. Honey, be accountable. Don't, do not deflect blame on anybody else. That's it. That's it. And you know. Hold yourself accountable. You know, the army actually really, and, and my parents were rough on me. I'm not going to sit here and, and, and say that they weren't. They were sure. <clears throat> but there was a. It's a very new study of emotional quotient and intelligence out there, uh, which is just as important as IQ, is EQ. All the successful leaders out there have a high EQ or mm-hmm. emotional intelligence. Growing up, where I came from, that wasn't a thing. You know what you were? Whatever my parents told me what it was. <laughs> you're exactly right. And it, I, we were raised the same way. Yeah. And well, and I was raised more by my grandmother. Yeah. But even she was, she did tell me, she told me a lot about. What not to do. There you go. There you go. Because my parents were, I mean, anybody that knows, that knew of them anyway, they were criminal. I mean, they both were. Outlaws. They were just, they would steal from, look you in the eye and go, man, yeah, it's going to be okay. Let me pray for you and take your credit card, oh. get your social and, and get down a vehicle. We went to buy our first house and they were like, remember, it wasn't the days where you get the credit report back in 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like, hey, we'll have this back in a day or so. So we, we, we go the next day for the appointment, and, and they were like, well, we're still waiting on the credit report, but they said there's an issue. Uh-oh. So we wait, we wait, wait, we get it back. Well, um, you had a vehicle repossessed in- Holy crap. Yeah, yeah. In 1991? No. I didn't I didn't. Have a I don't, yeah. It's like, <laughs> no. And they're like, yeah, you had a Chevy Blazer, blah, 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 repossessed. Yeah. So my brother cannot, to this day, I swear to God- he cannot get any credit. Wow. And it's because uh, 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 TransUnion, Equifax, whatever the, the others yeah. are, he has gotten a letter saying, we cannot process any more data on you because we can't prove your identity. Holy because crap. my mom and dad used every particular alias they could use. They use S.G. Meredith. S. Glenn Meredith, you know, uh, Glenn Meredith, Stephen Meredith, you know, like every analogy that they uh, name they could use to get. And they just ruined his how I got so lucky and found it when I did. Yeah. And I'm going to tell him, like, hey, man, you need to you yeah. need to look. right. So he goes and starts looking and it, his was so far gone. Yeah. To this day, he cannot get nothing. That's crazy. It's, I mean, he's tried to get an attorney involved uh-huh. and they're like, man, I mean, we can do it, but it's going to be expensive. We got, we, there's going to be a lot of stuff we need on you. And it, it's insane. Yeah, it is. You oh, know, God. so that's kind of people they were. God bless. Yeah, not good Awful. people. No. I know, man. I know. So, so, um, what, what does somebody like you, like, there's, I, I want to, well, no, I'm just, you know, whatever. I'm not, I'm not going to care. I used to think I was going to care about people listening, yeah, yeah. but I'm getting to a point where I don't. I don't care who's listening. I'm just going to be honest. Okay. Right. So uh, you're raising a, a son. Yeah. Uh, you you and, and, your, and your son's mom are hopefully raising a good, strong, uh, as you said, chivalrous. Yeah. Polite. Yep, but gentlemen. But young gentlemen. Mm-hmm. And I know you've probably heard this. If you, you maybe even quoted it before, probably. But. I've never heard anything greater than you need to be a monster. Yeah. But know how to control it. Yep. I've said and that. And Jordan before. Peterson, yeah, you know, it's the first time I ever heard that when I heard him say it. And I was so thankful. And I feel like, though, 
somebody raising a son. I'm very interested. I have two grandsons. Mm -hmm. I think society almost feel like they're forcing, uh, they're forcing our hand. And it makes me nervous because I feel like they're forcing me to be a monster because things are just not getting taken care of. I, I think so, Kevo. I can trace this back to so many different things. Um, even the EQ movement that I just talked about, the emotional quotient, what it does is drives you back into being a part of a, a system. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, and it's designed to kind of keep you as a sheep. Right. Right. And that's easy to control you if I'm a corporation. Right. Or if I'm a big, you know, big brother. It's right. Easy to control you because you're emotionally intelligent. And that means that I can tell you that I'm bothered by some of your actions and you retreat. Oh, well, I've I've done something wrong. Right. Let me readjust my attitude and, and come at this at a different angle. Whereas <clears throat> the old way of the army was if I had a soldier who was doing something wrong, right? I could snatch him up. I could take him out back and I could whoop him. With, yeah. You know, and and that I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm not I'm not here to dispute any of Yeah, that. we're not we're not debating the 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 punishment. No. We're just not at all. But now now what we have is a is a world that tells us, well that that's toxic masculinity. Mm -hmm. I don't, and I think that's a, I think that's a reach. I think what you have is toxic humanity. That may be that. Yeah. But to call it the essence of a gender, that's not fair. That's not right. And that's a phrase that I hate. I don't. I hate. It. I mean, I have it in the title of the podcast. I like. I like. That. As I mean, as a as a it's kind a of a joke. Yeah. Right. Because yeah, uh, it, it is. It is so. And Jordan Peterson said it, too. He was like, that's an appalling phrase. It is, because you have toxic humanity. Yes. It's not. And, and, and you're exactly right. To throw that on, uh, you know, anything toxic came from people with penis. It's like, what? Yeah, that's not fair. That's not the way this works. <laughs> no, yeah. No, because I guarantee you, if, if this state gets invaded, you're all going to want me and my toxic, my toxically masculine friends to come and save the day. hundred so, percent. And whether that be firemen, whether that be cops, whether that be the, the military, the armed forces. Uh, or or just your, 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 your John Brown next door neighbor who is ready to stand by his fellow man and defend and do right. hundred yeah, percent. Right. You can. And I'm so glad you said that. I, 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 I I, it needs to be said more that we're toxic, we're this, we're that, we're bigoted, we're all these things for not liking things we don't like. And then all of a sudden, when it's time to pay the check or pay the, it's like, yeah. hey, y'all coming, you, you got this, right? Come be yeah. toxic real quick. Yeah, right. Like, oh, it's okay now, huh? <laughs> yeah, and, and it's well said because yeah. that's a problem we have too. It's just, and, and again, I, I'm not just quoting Peterson, but, you know, his, he said to a lady, you know, who do you, you know, a lady was like, you know, uh, people have said that you tell men that it's okay to be men. And he's like, of course it's okay. Yeah, they're men. Who, who builds this society? The infrastructure, the roads, the homes, the bridges, the ironwork. Who does it? Who does it? Men. Well, there's, let me let me quote this. Uh, in construction, mm -hmm. there's about 91% of men who do it. Yes. So there's, there's, there's 9% oh, of women? Absolutely there is. 9%. 9%. And, yeah. and, and I've met some very, very... Oh yeah, sharp. They're out there. Women in construction. That man. They're like hell. Yeah, that's 
yeah, she's got her shit together. I, mm-hmm. She didn't get that job because she's a woman. She knows what she's doing. Yeah, so that's that, fun. That part matters. Not, yeah, it not does. because she's a woman. She knows what she's doing. It does matter. That's the you part know? That matters. Have you ever seen a group of people like the group? And let's be, I mean, I'm going to be honest that you may agree or disagree, but I've never seen a bigger group of people that got positions that they got because of their, their, uh, uh, uh gender. Uh, well, uh, their diversity, you yeah, know, diversity. or whatever. Yeah. Then the group that's in the cabinet of our current president. Oh, my God. Like, it's just. Oh, my God. Guys, I'm, I'm not. That's not me making it up. I just. Look, it, a, how a, are we doing this? There's a transgender woman on the cabinet now. The health secretary. The health secretary. It's like. What the hell? What in the world are we doing? And it's. And again. This is not a shot against adults that want to be trained. I don't care. Do you, man? man? I mean that. My issue is this, because all I hear every day, all I hear every day is life-saving, gender-affirming care for kids. Life-saving, gender-affirming care for kids. How? How's it life-saving? Now, that part, I think we get get in the muddied waters a little bit with that part. What I know to be true. Yeah. Is that there is gender dysmorphia. Sure. Oh, 100%. That is a diagnosable uh, condition. Gender dysphoria is 100%. Gender dysphoria. Yes. Yes, it is. And Mm -hmm. and we can't, because it's trending right now, we've had an influx. And I believe Peterson did a study on You just, man. Because it's trending. Y'all see how smart my guy is? That's the word. It's trending. It's trending right now. So we we have people that are like, well... I want to be transgender. I well want, said. I want, not I think I Well I said. feel I am. I want to be. I want a 10th place trophy right now. Yes. And, and I'm going to compare that right now. And I'm not belittling the people who do. No. I don't want it to no. seem that way. But it seems to me that it's becoming faddish or trendy because. Y'all hear my man talking? Because. <laughs> he's right. Because it's a, it's a form of attention. And, and that's scary. Because. I follow this group on uh, Instagram, and they're called Gays Against Groomers. It's a shameless plug, but the Gays Against Groomers speak out about, hey, look, we're not going to let kids join the military until they're 18. We're not going to let them vote until they're 18. We're not going to let them have property until they're 18. Why mm-hmm. would we assign them to a, a, a gender reassignment prepubescent? Yeah, we're not, we don't let them get tattoos. Yeah, that's a terrible, like, in my opinion, it's a bad idea. Very. Let him sleep on it. Look, yeah. look, look, look at my, look, Kevo, we've got tattoos, right? Yeah, we both have a couple. Everyone who comes up to me and says, Michael, I want to get a tattoo. They're I'm so thinking, white trash. Yeah, I'm thinking about getting a tattoo. What should I do? I said, look, wait a year. Think on it. Mm-hmm. If you still want it in a year, mm-hmm. get it. I would say the same thing to, to someone who feels gender dysmorphia. Do you actually feel that? Or is that what you feel right now? Yes. So let me ask you. Yeah. I agree with everything you just said. Yeah. But I'm going to add to it. And you tell me if I'm crazy. Okay. And, and we know each other well enough. If you go, Kevo, you're cuckoo about that. I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to take it. Maybe I need to. So I have, I have this idea. Yeah. And, and a few people I've told it to go, I love it, yeah. but let's see. So I think an issue we have is exactly what you just said. This trending, this fad, this sort of, this just, it's the hot thing right now. Yeah. Like in the 50s, James Dean, that brooding, you know, that was the end thing to be. It was, yeah. And then for a little while there, in, in, in this, uh, in the last 10 years or so, the other thing to be 
And again, you're exactly right because it takes away from people that have true dysphoria issues. That's right. The the it was the cool thing was to have anxiety or depression or yeah. PTSD or you know it was like the end thing. And then real people out there have issues. They do, and they get overlooked. And I feel like, have you noticed the generation that is that is that started this gender dis? Uh, uh, sorry, this trans movement uh, is Gen Z. Right. That's kind of that first generation where it got strong. Yeah. They're the first generation that grew up on what? Oh, social, social media. media. And I truly feel people, these kids are on Twitter, they're on Instagram, they're on Facebook, and they see, well, Will Smith's son's doing it, and so and so's son's doing it. And yeah. oh, look, this celebrity, Madonna says it's cool to be that way. So, you know what? Y'all, I want to be so. And I believe that's a lot of this. And I don't think these kids should have social media till they're 18. Well, and no, it sounds crazy. To add to that, too, Kevo, I don't think you're too far off. Uh, it, it's so you've you've got to think what we when I was growing up, we we had the old dial-up internet, you know, and I was well, yeah. And when it when it quit, oh my god, it's the phone rang. Shit, <laughs> yeah, I can't believe Grandma's calling. Yeah, yeah. so you've got what, what you we are old, bro. We're getting there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So you, I had that, and that was a good place to find information. And way back then, the web was just the, that was the dark web now. That's what we had then. You, you could get anything you wanted, and it wasn't illegal. It wasn't, Man, that's it wasn't a good point, too. It now it's an everyday thing. Now it's an everyday thing, and it's in everyone's pocket. Man. Yep. This processing yep. power on this phone right here could launch a spacecraft into the moon. Isn't that insane? And kids have it. Kids have that at their fingertips. So to expound upon that, to, to continue to talk about that, Kids have at their fingertips the ability to access archives of pornography that desensitize the sexuality yep. of the male, of the female. That's what a little girl is going to grow up thinking that this is this is what sex is supposed to be like. That's what a man, a little boy is going to grow up thinking this is what sex is supposed to be like. And it further complicates the neural pathways. Dude, do you know how sexuality? Do you know how turned on I am right now? <laughs> right? They're like they're talking about kids and porn. I mean, because it's not like this shouldn't be a partisan thing. Not at this all. shouldn't be a left and right thing. This should, should be guys. Should we've got to take every opportunity to take this stuff out of a 12-year-old's hand. Yeah. Guys, we thank you. It's I don't think it's that crazy. No, and you can sit around and say, oh, responsible parenting, responsible parenting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it. No, I agree with that 110%. Mm -hmm. But we can't say that every parent out there feels the same way or thinks the same way. Is it restricting to say, all right, well, data has to shut off at this. We can't go to these websites unless you have an ID to, to back. I'm all for that. Yeah, 100%. I'm, I'm with you, too. I'm all yeah. for that. Mm -hmm. Look, to protect, to protect my little boy? Yeah. Yeah. Right. And I have no idea what's going to come around when he turns, you know, 12, 13, 14. Does no that not concern you or what, man? Damn right. We have does. grandchildren. So I have a grandson that that's uh, like a year. Uh, uh, oh, wait, I'm getting my 14 months. <laughs> and then I've, I've got a granddaughter that's five that. They're very impressionable. Yeah. And Nash is six. Mm -hmm. So. All, all of them, Mary Beth, you know, yeah. they're all so very important to me. And it concerns me greatly yeah. what they're being told, yeah. what people are saying to them. 
adults. I'm not so much worried about what kids are saying to them because kids through every generation have said stupid shit. We've, you know, yeah. but, but I'm, I'm worried. I'm worried about what they're seeing on their phones. Yeah. What the and, kids, what other kids are telling them. Yeah. Right. You know, as far as uh, pornographic and this, that, and the other. Yeah, Cause it's going to happen. Yes, it's exactly. Going, that, me. that I'm, when I say I'm not worried about what other kids are saying, I'm not worried about, you know, bully. I'm not saying, no, I'm not saying other kids aren't, but with my grandchildren it, right now, it doesn't look like, the, it looks like what the issue is going to be, I feel like, is what are other kids showing them yeah. their phones and stuff like, go look at this, you know, and then what are adults telling them is OK? That's absolutely right. And what I can hope for is, as a parent, as a new parent, is that I've got a good enough relationship, rapport, however we want to however we want to language that with my son that I've taught him. Eli, this is a family. We are a family who prays together. We're yes. a family who's honorable. We're a family who places uh, great emphasis on being honest with one another. Yes. And all I can hope for is that I've instilled that enough into him. Mm-hmm. When time comes that he comes to me and says, Dad, I just saw some fucked up shit. Yeah. You got to. We got to talk, talk about this. We got to talk about the shit. See, thank, I'm not okay with it. And you know, you just said something too. That with my granddaughter, the oldest one, right? Yeah. I'm not saying this to my little ones. Right. But with, with Mary Beth, I have literally had this conversation that if you need to talk to me, you come to me, let's sit down and talk. And Mary Beth, I'm not worried about you repeating, like being honest with me yeah. and telling me what somebody said. If you said and motherfucker, say motherfucker. Just right. Yeah. Mary Beth, I don't want you going in public doing this because yeah. I will. You know, yeah, that's but, the difference. Right. But. You, I'm not offended because you're repeating what someone said. Like, it's not going to bother me. You know, if, if you come up to me and go, do you know what my dumb ass volunteer teacher said? I'm, I'm not going to, if you ever say it to them, I will be the first one to snatch you. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, There's a time and a place. Right, right. <laughs> but I want them. And that was it. I, what did I tell her the other day? I said, and, and, and. My daughter and son-in-law put it on their fridge when I told them. They were like, that is great. You're going to have, in in our home, mm-hmm. you're going to have a brain in your head, yeah, uh, a, a smile on your face, and God in your heart. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and those, to me, are critical. Those are three critical things to raising good children. Yeah, absolutely. Use your common sense. Absolutely. Smile at people. You didn't yeah. go, I mean, don't be, you know, don't be so mad all the time. You got to do that. And then put God first. Yeah. And and now when I say that, people are like, oh, God, it's the Christian white man. It's like, Jesus Christ, man, I don't know. <laughs> well, you're a pariah right we, now. Right. We, know, we know that every race or demographic, you know, there's plumbers out there that are child molesters. There are plumbers out there that are groomers and electricians. And the, yeah. it's not a certain demographic. No. It's not at all. And I don't think that men like you and I are bad for society at all. No, 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 no. I don't think so. Uh, you know. What we can do is acknowledge that there have been people out there who have done bad things. God, yes. There's tons of them. And, evil. And, and, and evil. And that's yeah. not a black, white, yellow, brown, green, blue, purple. That's not a male and female. No. You know, Eileen Warnos was just as scary as Jeffrey Dahmer to me. On every spectrum. That's right. <laughs> every every spectrum, spectrum has it. Yeah. That's right. That's you know, exactly and, right. And, and, you know, what from the, the, the Hispanic community, what is it? Uh, Richard Ramirez? Yes. Yes, nice man. Soccer, you know? Yeah, he was... Uh, yeah, he was something. Uh, yeah, man, that was an evil dude. <laughs> you, you can't, you can't really, you can't place a color or a, a sex on evil. You just know that there's evil. Yes. And how do you deal with that? Right. You know, it, how it, do you ward that shit off? So, 
again, this is a great segue, and you're not doing it on purpose. No, it just I, like how do you deal with it, right? So I read a headline and I started to send it to you, but I was like, no, because uh, I want to see his face because uh, he he may think he's making this up. Yeah, right. So I was like, no, I'm going to send it to him so he can look and go. This this man is not making this shit up. So this is the headline. Trans woman is cleared of flashing her penis. So I'm going to start this over again. Trans woman is cleared. Trans woman is cleared of flashing her penis at Ohio YMCA after judge ruled she's too fat for her genitals to have been visible. So what I'm hearing is... An excuse for a behavior is being made based on a body image. So this is why I'm saying society is forcing us to be a monster. And then they're going to go, well, look at him. Look look how evil he is. But they're not going to talk about what got us there. Yeah. We're not going to talk about the action that got us there. So so that's insane. What do we do? Okay. All right. right. I don't know, man. What's the. Okay. Let me let me phrase the question. If my son was at the YMCA and a trans woman flashed a penis yeah. at Eli. If if the dude right and, right and let's say that that what society tells us right now is toxic masculinity got the best of me and I beat this man yeah. bloody. Do you think they're gonna acquit I'm gonna be you? prosecuted. Yeah do you I mean they're not gonna acquit you. No, not at all. They're not gonna go, hey he was he was angry and the guy so you know what we're just gonna let the, no, they're not doing that. You know what the headlines would read? Brutal display of toxic masculinity drives man to ble- to beat and bloody a transgender woman. A hundred percent. And it should read... Uh, uh, Justice served. Man, man uses... Uh, man uses dude that wants to be a woman as, you know, he's staying the floor. Like, that's what it should say. You know, like... It is insane. I have a problem with that. (laughs) I do, too. So I'm like, I say to Mary, like, obviously, you and I are sitting here. There's a couple components there. Number one, it is truly so ridiculous that you have to take a second laugh. Like, you got to just. But then it's like I tell Mary, like, but it ain't funny. Like, what do we do as men? Like, how? Well, I think, and I just had this thought occur to me. What if, what if, because everyone does know that this is trending right now. Right, right. Transgender. What if this is just the next level of hiding the series of bad behaviors? Well, that's what it is. You're telling me intent doesn't matter. No, no, no. Uh, I mean, this is just a way to hide bad behaviors. So I could go out there and say, look, I'm a transgender woman. And I could go out there and rob three Harbor Freights. And, and because I'm transgender, it's okay because I'm. Transgender. Right. So I, I don't like that. So I don't like the message that it's not at all. Darren Glines, who now goes by Rachel. Okay. Was That's a pretty name. Was found not guilty, not guilty of three counts of indecent exposure. God. The 31 year old's lawyers claim that it's just me. Everybody's different. Yeah. But the, the words say her gut. It's a dude. He not, so the 31 year old lawyers claim that his gut was too large 
for her penis. I mean, just it's laughable to do this. His he, his penis to be exposed. One of the one of the complaints stated that there were three juveniles present during the incident in Yano, Ohio, and so this he was doing Ohio. he was doing nothing. So an Ohio district attorney mm-hmm. prosecuted on three counts of indecent exposure, and an Ohio lawyer who was hired by this transgender woman... It's insane. ...got... And let me be careful with the way that I say this. Sure, sure. Had this man, woman, however we're going to language that, acquitted of those... Who, in their right mind, would defend someone who did that to children? I have a problem with that. Was it Johnny freaking Cochran or what? So that's what I'm getting (laughs) at. What's going on here? There's an ethical and moral. Yes. And and the only thing that I can come up with, because in the law, the the way that laws work is if it's languaged some sort of way. If he was charged with indecent exposure, one, he had to have been proved not showing his indecent parts because his stomach hung too too low. Okay. But the intent was still there. There you go. The intent. The intent. That's what I'm getting at. So all of a sudden... Intent's not an issue anymore. No, 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 no. Like, what are we doing? I, 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 I don't know what's wrong. Uh, like, I, 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 I'm literally lost for words because I don't know. They're making monsters. And and you said I can't remember what you said about you said a societal issue we have right now, uh, and. We are having, you and I are witnessing mm-hmm. the societal decay. Yeah, the breakdown. From, and I know, right? People are going to be like, from the inside out. Well, if I were, if I wanted to develop disillusion in a country, I know that I would have infighting all damn day. That's what I would do. Imagine that. Yeah. Imagine that right now. Okay. So, so. And, and and it's being fueled every day by by um, so our president does uh, and and I I feel like you're the kind of you're the kind of man that you'll talk about any particular subject. Sure. I mean you're not. So this is one that I've had people on. They're like I, I I'm not talking about that. And I'm and I always say if you're not willing to talk about something, you're the problem. Like yeah, what are yeah. we doing? Yeah. yeah. But. Uh, so our president gives a commencement address mm-hmm. at a HBCU. Now, we have an HBCU about 40 miles from us. It's one of the greatest universities in the land. It is. There have been some of the greatest Amer- and I'm not saying it's an all black university, yeah, yeah, but I'm not I'm not there's been some of the greatest people. I'm not saying black, but just people. Mm-hmm. No, These people, sure. man, oh my God. The people that have graduated from that university and went on to do things are some of the greatest in the country. It's a great university. Yeah. The President of the United States is at an HBCU, not that one, but another one. And uh, he's given the commencement address and he said, the greatest threat to this democracy here in the United States, first off, press. Yeah. Well, we are a republic. Quit saying that we're a democracy, but uh, we're a constitutional republic. But anyway, the greatest threat to the democracy in this land is white supremacy. And it's so vile to stand there and do that because all it's doing when he walks away, he's like, 
y'all can thank me for the votes for the next four years or eight years because that's all it does is just stoke fear in people that aren't good. There's so many people in this country, you know, they just headline. Mm -hmm. They hear the catchphrase and that's what they go with. And how, if the president's doing that, how do we make people go, stop? It's not. Well, you know, white supremacy in I've lived a long 35 years. Um, oh, yeah. You, you've, you've been a lot of places, seen a lot of things. That's up, right. Growing up in Caldwell Parish, and I was one of the few Hispanic kids there. So, you know, you weren't quite black enough for the black kids. You weren't quite white enough for the white kids in that in that area. Um, so you didn't ever really fit in, you know. But luckily, I grew up post-segregation, so we were all friends anyway. It just... Was, That's right. That's it, right. It wasn't a matter of ethnicity or cultural upbringing or anything like that. We, I mean, there's plenty of times I was in the Caldwell's projects barefoot playing flag football. You know. Yeah, exactly. Basketball. None of those things. That's matter. where my family's from, Caldwell Parish. Caldwell, too, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I, I know all the a That's, lot of those. Uh, I know. It's scary. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we we have a fight and a family reunion breaks out. Yeah. You know that kind of thing, right? <laughs> so you know, I grew up this particular way. So so for. What I want to say is, what I'm getting to this is, people aren't inherently evil. Oh my God! Do y'all hear what my man's saying right now? They're they're made. Thank you. I say all the time, God. Everything God brings onto this earth, every item, every flower, every every person's pure. We make it evil. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. People aren't inherently evil. They're not born that way. They're made that way. So, no. And 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 this is great to hear you say that because people all the time think I'm crazy. Like, I'm not, no, I'm not. It's for real. I I, I truly believe that. And if there is a problem of insert specific ethnicity or cultural upbringing supremacy here, then that's because they've been made to fear something that they don't understand or they don't like or they don't don't like the way it smells or looks or behaves or or whatever, whatever the case is. Right. But to further stoke a fear against that is to further develop a supremacy on the other side of it. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so so there's a there's an ebb and a flow. You know, one of Newton's laws: to every action is an equal and opposite reaction. And what uh, have you done, uh, Press? One hundred percent. That's all it does. Yeah. Okay. But by the same token, we, we kind of cover in this here. It that creates a reaction of fear. Okay. It does, a fear. And then we have the 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 dude that flashes his penis in the YMCA, and that fear. creates a reaction. Of, I'm gonna beat the shit out of you, yeah. dude, because my daughter was in there. And then it's, I can't believe you would do that. Like it's just, yeah, what's happening to us? Well, look, look what you do have as well. Consider this as well. We've got. School shootings. Ever since Columbine, this has been a hot topic. Yeah, know? yeah. I've, I've had Eli's mom, you know, text message me. She's like, "Michael, I'm genuinely scared to send our son to school." Yeah. And I was like, "I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and lie and tell you that it hasn't crossed my mind as well." Right. You know, that's a topic that I had to ask you, you about too, and you did not know that. I don't know. You've no. accidentally segued me into every. That's that is. <laughs> I'm kind of scared. Uh, but so your 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 son's uh, mom is like scared. Yeah, she, okay, she I get that me. too. And look, my sister, 
my sister's a liberal and I love my sister. Yeah. And I, and I will tell her right now, you know, I am, and I've told you this before sure. about her, I am so proud at how much you care about yes. everyone and trying to represent everyone. And as we discussed, liberals like your sister are the kind of liberals that you can talk to. Absolutely. You can have conversation because it's all from a place. It's all from a place of, of love. Caring, yes. Of yeah. And that's important. And she wants to address everyone's concerns, whereas I know some places I'm going to have to concede. That's right. Because I that's don't right. have the capability. Yeah, we can't do it all. That's right. No, no, but here and then here and then here. And I'll make my way there. Yeah. Get there. But er everything right now, I can't do it right now. Right. So, so there's where our main difference in it is. Uh, but anyway, I I'll tell her all the time, you know, you're great, great at this. But she'll come. It's gun problem, gun problem, gun problem. You know, it's not a mental health problem. And I was like, eh, it's probably a little bit of column A and a little pilot column B. I yeah, mean, right. I'm, gonna, right. I'm not, you know, who's to say? But but it's not. It's definitely a mental health problem on top of. Well, as I say to people, and I don't know if you would agree with this, mm -hmm. but I'm not finishing your sentence. I'm just wondering if this is your thought. Okay. I say to people all the time. Well, yeah, there is a little bit of a gun problem, but that gun problem for goes down yeah. to people that are getting guns that don't need them that's a, it's not uh, yeah. uh, law-abiding citizens good patriotic uh, white black green purple men and women are not pulling out weapons and shooting people with it like yeah, no. unless it's for defense obviously yeah. and you know that and I, obviously you you fired you know i have a lot of guns Quite in the house yeah. you but you, you you've kind of fired one or two of them before it yeah i've held a few <laughs> i've held a few guns in my uh, life but. so that but that so that brings me to an interesting uh uh question and that is i'm one i used to think you know what i'm okay it, uh, a while ago i had this idea like you know what I have to have a physical uh, as a crane operator, crane yeah. operator instructor. I've had now as a NCCCO federally mandated instructor. Every three years, you got to have one, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, what would be wrong with doing a, a, a eval every three years? But then I think it's not going to work because you bring humans into it that have agendas. They pick a side, and I'm like, that's never going to work. Like, it, it, so I don't know how to do it. But I would rather not do anything <laughs> than have people, uh, you know, oh, yeah, we're going to tell them he doesn't need one because, uh, you know, if I walk in with this on my arm, people are going to know, you know. Yeah. So I don't know what I'm not saying I know what these but I do know Texas did just pass the, the legislation. Governor signed it to put armed guards at every school. There's a fucking start. I've, and I've said that. And and I've even considered, well, what would it look like if teachers cared? 100%. And, and my, I've considered my, that too, buddy. My yep. sister was like, well, teachers get paid shit right now anyway. That's right. So why would we put Increase. It on no, but I'm, oh, I'm sorry. I, I even thought, what what if we had a, uh, a, 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 I don't know, Jim, but a, but a le legislation that said, for a teacher to go through, pick a summer, right? Mm -hmm. This summer, you can, you know, firearms training. Like, we go through, and I'm not talking about two hours. Okay, you're done, but good training. Absolutely. By, by men and women like yourself that have went through this training. Mm -hmm. Go through it, do it. It's a, And then really, at the end, it, it's to me, it's kind of like a pass or fail. I yeah. mean, hey, yeah, you know, we're not going to give you something like the crane operator stuff. I can't pass anybody yeah. that's my friend. I can't do it. Yeah. But... That's a pass or fail thing. If you do, you know, then 
have the state give them an increase in pay. Yeah. Well, that was just a thought. Yeah. In the Army, if you if you're, a you know, an airborne soldier, if you're airborne qualified in an airborne unit, you make airborne jumps, parachute out of a oh. plane, you get paid more. Man, you just made me. I got a little moist. <laughs> that's what I would have done. So I, that's yeah. what, no doubt, without a doubt, that's what I'd have done if yeah. if I would have. Oh my god, parachute. Yeah, yeah. Till so, it don't open. But then, yeah. well, you've got a reserve. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So, you know, if if it's if it's a matter of well, it's a choice. If you don't believe in guns, it's fine. So sure. But no, the, I don't want to force that on nobody. The next teacher down the hall, mine. Right. And they could be. You know, all you need is one. Yeah, that that's it. And and I've said, you know, it's easy to set the standards. You know, if yeah. you show your weapon, yeah, if you raise it to show it to students, and it's either got to be concealed or open care. Like you can't, you yeah. can't, you know, hey, look what I got, and then cover it up. You, you don't need to do that. <laughs> that's like, not. That's no. It's either open carry. Or they don't need to see that you have it and never see that you have it until, right. you know. Until it's time to use it. Right. And yeah. I would rather, I would probably rather that be concealed yeah. and students not know which teachers have or don't have it. That's, that's uh, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. And, and, and if you're going to walk into a building, a school, a bank, you know, a restaurant or we're at Walmart and, and you're going to, hey, I'm. I'm going in to mass shoot this place, right? Mm-hmm. And you see somebody open carrying. Who's the first person you're going to shoot? The person open carrying. Yes. Yeah. Now, you have a lot of common sense, and I mm-hmm. kind of feel like I do, too. So that's what – so I love the idea of concealing it. Now, not the guards outside. Right. No, uh, I want they, them to have, you know, what's right there yeah. or that Tavar over there that, yeah. you know, something yeah. like just going <laughs> – Y'all got some shit y'all want to do or what? Yeah. But then they have to be able to use it. And I know that thing in Uvalde, I know that had to make you sick. It, it made did. us all just. Ugh. It did. I was Blech. pretty. You know, I'm from that part of Texas originally. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, it's Hilago County is where I'm from in Texas. McAllen. Uh, I was oh, there, so man. My, my family's from there. I did some uh, crane operator training there. I love that yeah. area. Oh, the valley's great and the food's it, good. Uh, uh, f- best. <laughs> I shit you not. I was going to say that, but you, the best authentic Mexican food I've ever had in this country right there. Oh, God. Yeah. So. Anyway, sorry. Uvalde's not very far from from Hildog, where I grew up. And and when I saw that, when I saw, like I saw the sheriff of Hildog County, I mean, uh, Uvalde County talking and, and how he was like, well, we held on. Until such and such. And I was like, no, that's not what law enforcement does. Yeah. As soon as they hear gunshots, they respond. You have. They rush into You that. just got to. You got to. And that's completely different from the Army's training. Mm-hmm. And I know that. This is why I know that is because I've served with state police officers in the National Guard. Oh, okay. And when I would go through mount training and, and, and uh, uh, military military operations under urban trains, which is clearing clearing buildings. Okay. Um. The state trooper was like, well, that's not how we do it in the troopers. And I was like, well, you've got to think. If you're in the military, you're being stealthy when you're clearing the room. Yeah. You're not going to respond to a gunshot because there could be 15 different people with guns. A hundred percent. Now, in a school uh, that shooting. That makes sense. In a school shooting or in, a, in an active shooter environment. That's what I'm going to call it. In an active shooter environment, there's not going to be 15 gunmen. There's yeah. going to be one, maybe two. 99% of them are the one. You're right. Yeah, you're absolutely. Right. And if there is a gun, then every Every officer in that building floods to the location where that gunshot was heard because that's where the shooter is. So for those those people to hold in a holding pattern outside waiting for what? Man, I'm telling you, Kevo, I would have punched 
I would have went down the line, decking them in the face, get out of my way because I'm going in right now. Yeah. I'm going in. You know, yeah. If you're standing in my way, fine. Yeah. You're going to have to either stop me. Yeah. Or I'm going to move you. I'm, I'm going to make sure you move. someone's children. Yeah. And, and I can't even begin to wrap my head around how that happened. Like. Bad call. What the. F- oh. It, it was a bad call. And look, I get it. I've been in a position where you're, you fight or flight has to kick in, you know. Yeah. And law enforcement, I'm not going to sit here and say it's easy or I could. Oh, God, no. You know? no. No, no, like, no, no. I think that I could I could relate to maybe what some of the men were thinking. Oh, I can't. I'm scared. Yeah. Maybe. That's the only thing that I can rationalize with. But for the failure to act on the part of the. Whoever the the captain or the sheriff or whoever was calling the shots, yeah, there, whoever the yeah the shot the the person calling, you know, hold 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 hold. I don't see how those men sleep at night knowing that they followed that order. See that so so. You said that, and it just it rang to me as something that when I when we when you know, anytime I talk about this subject, that's a phrase that I've used in in regards to it several times. Yeah. Is how. How do you lay down at night and know that, you know, and I understand we have supervisors. We have yeah. people, uh, as got, you said, you your rules. orders, you know, but in that situation, you, you just can't just stand there. No, and that's it, scary. Oh, my God, man. What was it you said? The failure to act? Uh, what was the comment about failing to act as a part of the problem? Oh, yeah, hundred percent. It is. It's uh, you know when when I when I want to talk to people, men, and I want to say, you know, uh, well, let's talk about this or that, and they're like, oh, that I don't, I just let's just, yeah, yeah, you know, it ain't got. No, somebody said one day, you know, yeah. about the trans movement. They're like, you know, let's not touch that when it when it when it comes. You know, when it starts affecting my child, then I'll have an opinion. I'm oh, like, oh, oh no 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 no, that's not the way to be. No. Yeah, no. Mary Beth had that happen to her. So uh, there's a game. I forget what it's called, but there's this computer game. It's like Minecraft, but a different game, whatever. Anyway, and there's a chat feature in the game. Okay. So there's six or eight girls that they all have their screen names and they're playing, right? And so, so funny. Mary Beth just happened to be over here on Saturday. Sorry. Yeah, Saturday. And she was like, she brought me the phone and she was like, look at this chat right here. And one of the girls was saying, um, I'm just letting y'all know for what Caroline or whatever, but um, Caroline will not be referred to her anymore. Um, it's they, them or he or, you know, whatever. And when he comes up with his new name, I'll let y'all know. But that's why he's not in here today, et cetera. You know, and so Mary Beth didn't respond. Yeah. I'm not sure and, I would know how to respond to that. And a few minutes later, she's the only one that didn't respond. And so oh. they're like, uh, Mary, you know, Mary, did you read what we said, uh, uh, you know, about so-and-so? And Mary said, Mary goes, well, I- I'll talk with I'll talk with her. Uh, uh, me and her will talk about that by ourselves, yeah. you know, or something. Yeah. And the girl was like, it's not her. And Mary Beth says, I'm not going to have this conversation. I'm not going to talk about this here. Yeah. I'll get with her private or whatever again. And so Mary Beth says, I'm thinking that's the end of it. No, it wasn't. She said about 20 minutes later, my phone rings. Uh Uh-oh. 
And I'm like, hey, it was a number she didn't know. So she's like, hello. And this person on the other line goes, so you don't, you're, you're, you're a what? Yeah, listen. So you don't like trans people and you're a white supreme. That's what they said. Like it's a fucking Taco Bell order. Like what? what? (laughs) And Mary Beth was like, huh? Like she didn't quite get the words. It took a second, you know? And she's like, what? And, And it was like, well, uh, uh, you didn't, you keep calling Caroline her. She don't want to be her, you know? And so Mary Beth understands then she hangs up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What well, rings again? Oh boy! And again, oh, no. and again, and in a ten-minute period, it was so crazy. Some girl in the chat, oh. in one of the chat, gave her number oh, to fifty different people. Okay, this is and now. she's like, well, and she doesn't know at twelve. Yeah, she she's not crying because her feelings are hurt. She's, she's mad. She, yeah, she's she's getting mad now, right? And she can't make it stop. And just so happened, you know, she's back there in, in her rooms here, you know, when yeah. she stays here, she's got a room back there. Well, I was, I was doing something like I can't hear her back there upset, you know, but yeah. she just happened to think, let me take, yeah, Cappy's here. Shit. Let yeah. me take it to Cappy. Let's, let's let the adults uh, And them. she comes around the corner, man. And she, uh, what is going on? And she's like, she can't quite tell me, but she she's like, you got to answer it. Answer the phone, you know? And so Uh-oh. I'm hello. And this, and somebody's saying the same thing. And yeah, you're a white Supreme. Yeah. So I hang it up and I'm, what the fuck's going on? And she, she, she tries, she's upset, but telling me. Yeah. So I just called the girl's mom direct. Yeah, absolutely. And I said, okay. Yeah. So here's what we're going to do. You know, I didn't yell and scream. Yeah. You don't have none to. of that. I just, Hey, here's what we're going to do. We need to get this taken care of. I'm going to call the police. Yeah. So we got a couple options, you know, and, and that, swear to God, this is the response I got. Okay. Uh, I'll see when I can get her to, I, I, yeah, I'll see what I can get her to do. Right. Her. That's right. But okay. But, um, but your granddaughter needs to be more, needs to be more concerned about other people's feelings. Well, that's not how I, I, I'll address that with her myself, yeah. but what she did was 100% right, not wrong. Like, I read, yeah. I read those chats. I think so we screenshotted all of them yeah. to make sure just in case. But. I think it's incredibly commendable that she was like, hey, look, diff- diffusing the situation, saying, look, I'll talk to her. Private. Off- yes. Like, yeah, said it three times. Like, just, th- let's let it be private between that individual and me. Yes. And, you know. Yeah. You know, Kevo, what's funny about this is the Army came out with transgender training. I'm sorry, the Department of Defense came out with transgender training. Yeah, that's, that's another thing I was going to ask you. 2017. Um, none of us old heads really took it seriously. We were like, oh, <laughs> we're never going to have that. Happen. Yeah, we're not. It's not going to be an issue. Come on, yeah, guys. Literally the next month, we had two transgender soldiers transfer into our unit. What the fuck? <laughs> We just, we just, I, I'm laughing at the fact that I know you're you're just giving me an illustration, but I laughed at the fact you grabbed the mic. What the fuck? <laughs> that was funny, y'all. Uh. So, so it happened. Y'all should have seen that. And anyway. we and we go back and actually do the training. You know, like right? We, 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 we go through this, and and my concept on this is very simple. Sure. Uh, and because I follow the Department of Defense, is like by their book. Um, so what they said at this time frame was. You can be transgender all you fucking want. Mm-hmm. You can you can say, hey, I want to be a... And, and what it was is we had two females that were trying to be male. 
which is a little bit harder of a process than going the other route. Right, right. However, they're both incredibly expensive. Very, yeah, very. <laughs> so we had two two biological females who wanted to be male. Um, so the way that the Department of Defense views it is that's still, you can do that. You, uh -huh. Once you have a completion of the surgeries required, once you go to the state surgeon's office and they say, hey, you're now male, okay. then the mm -hmm. Army will recognize you as male. We will say, you came in as, as female. We're changing the F in your, your record to yeah. M. Yeah. You're, but you've got to meet this criteria. Okay. That's rule. That's guideline. I don't give a shit what you want. Yeah. This is what you have to have done if you want that to be the case. Yeah. I, I, I hate that. You know, you're going through what you're going through, but that's that's not my problem. No, this is what it's got to be, this, or else. This is okay. This is the this is the line. Is that still the line? It is. Okay, um, that's have, interesting to know. We have a little bit more fluidity with it now. Uh, back then, it was you referred to them as what what they were biological. Now you can now it actually languages it in so that you can refer to them as their pronoun, right? Know, he or she. Is it a requirement? You have to refer to them in the way they want to be referred to. No. And I'm not saying do it just to, because I've always said, no. if you and I are having dinner and there's a, so I want to make sure I got this right it, and hold your thoughts. I want to go back to it. But if you and I are having dinner and there's a trans woman at the table, so a dude that wants to be a female. Yeah. I am not going to sit there in front of a group of eight or 10 people or three people or whatever and belittle that person. Nor should you. To, to the point to where I'm like, I'm not calling you that because you're a dude, you know, and sit there. It's, I'm not going to do that. But where the problem comes in is when it comes to policy and laws and procedure, I hate it, but I can't talk that way anymore yeah. because we shouldn't let you go into the women's restroom. I, mean, I know it's not you, but... And that's where that gray line gets. I'm not going to belittle you in front of people. No way. It, it does get convoluted there. And I've experienced yeah. that. Because we'll, with one of these, we were at uh, a big exercise that we do at Camp Shelby in Mississippi in Hattiesburg. Um, and what we had was barracks for male soldiers and barracks for female soldiers. Right. Well, this transgender soldier wanted to be in with the male soldiers. You can't do that. Yeah. You're, you're, you're not... You're right. You're not at the line where you need to cross. Yeah. And look, and, and I'm here to tell you, Kevo, if that soldier walked into this room right now, shirt off, you know, you wouldn't know. You'd think it was an 18 year old boy, you know. OK. Oh, well, you know, this 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 particular soldier had the mastectomy done. Uh, the top. Is right. The yeah. The, right. The top. Yeah. The top, top surgery. Yep. Top surgery and was on hormone therapy and testosterone. So mm -hmm. facial hair had grown, the voice had deepened, and Adam Apple had developed. Well, so my daughter has a friend that did that too. Yeah. And I'm telling you, this was years ago before yeah. it became trend. the trend. Yeah. Landon did this years ago. And when Landon would come here, it's we, uh, God, I'm, man, it's, we, you know, if Mary divorces me, we don't have to consummate the marriage. Right. Okay, we don't have to. We'll just get married. But you and I got to get married get for the married. benefits and okay, just be sorry. able to have smart conversations. Yeah. And then, hey, you want to go to a movie? Yeah, I'll be ready in two minutes. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. But, <laughs> Let me change shirt. Yeah, I'll be right there. <laughs> so, uh, but Landon. Yeah. If, if every 
situation was like, Landon, I have zero issue at all with Landon, me calling him he. Don't care. Yeah. Don't care. Landon, we, so we had a, we had a, a long discussion about it. Mm-hmm. And Landon, uh, he's always said, I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> I'm so, he has the deeper voice too, yeah. you know, but, yeah. and, and he, because he's been doing this. He's almost 40 now. So, you know, okay. 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 All right. He was doing it for it was cool. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And Landon is like, I'm so embarrassed by what the quote unquote community. Yeah. And he's like, I'm not part of any community except for the community that I live in. Yeah. I'm not in the LGBT plus by a dollar sign community. I'm not in that. There's I'm not in a gay community. I'm not in a conservative community or a liberal community. I live in a community in, in, you know, so it's a Florida, but I'm not in any other community, but it's so embarrassing what people are doing like stop you don't have to discuss it if you go get it done why do you got to tell everybody i had it done and you're gonna just if you want to be a dude then then guess what do it dress that way be that way present yourself that way so they don't know yeah you don't want to talk about what you used to be like why does that matter anymore yeah no no i i, I could and it was so awesome. smart it was like that yeah like, I never had a problem welcoming that man. Yeah. That Joe, is a good man. Joe Rogan and Neil Tyson Degrassi had a conversation. No, I'm sorry. It wasn't Joe Rogan. It was Neil Neil Tyson and... Um, I want to say I know who it was. What's the little wormy bastard? Uh, ben Shapiro. Yeah. <laughs> I like Ben. I like he is wormy, though. Is wormy. That's funny as shit. Sorry, Ben. Sorry, we're going to send this to Daily Wire, so maybe they'll hire us. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I'm hoping. Yeah. Ben, we're fucking with you, man. Yeah, you we like you, man. We love you. I yeah. Do. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so Ben was going, <laughs> he was going off about all the plethora of, of genders out there. And Neil was just kind of like, why do you care? Yep. And Ben was like, oh, that's a good point. And, and, I'm, and I'm there, too. I'm, I don't really care. Yeah, but so, when you bloviate about it, when you when when it's uh, when it when it's blah, 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 okay, then it pisses me off. So my answer, yeah, just recently, I had a lady message me, yeah, through my messenger because I didn't have a Facebook page for the podcast yet or right, any right, Instagram right. or anything. So she sends me a message through my messenger. So she friend requests me, oh, and then I see, you know, we're friends with, you know, like 18, 20 different people. So, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I might know her, yeah. And then messages me and says, other than being, yeah, other than being just bigoted as you are. A chauvinist. Why does it, what does it matter to you that somebody wants to be this way or that way or so? You know, so, I, again, so to her, I didn't type it out either. I wasn't going to do that. Yeah. I said, I'm going to answer your question extremely respectfully, Yeah, but I'm going to do it next podcast. And it's the first thing I'm going to do. So I will not call your name out. I will not belittle you. I'm just going to answer your questions. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so here's why. Because I care about the truth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And we're all supposed to be rooted in fundamental realities. Now, the second thing is because I have sons. I'm sorry, said that wrong. Grandsons. Yeah. And I have granddaughters. And if this gender, uh, 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 this this gender just fascination stuff yeah. keeps going, 
we're pushing away women's sports. We're pushing away these categories. Like it's getting so bad yeah. that you, I mean, there are people actually right now, right now in states debating why the hell can't they play this sport? I mean, it's absolutely just pushing women. Yeah. And they fought their asses off, right? We all, everybody did oh, yeah. right to vote. And then, and then the, the title, Title Nine, yeah, and the, so we're just going to disregard all that all of a sudden. Like yeah. women, that was a civil rights movement. It was. It was. A and true, now what do we do? True and tried one too. And it just and I understand with the you know with the with the other genders, and I knew she would she would ask that. Yeah. So I said, well, my problem with all these other genders is this and this and this is this is what happens when you give in a little. Yeah. That's where all this started. The name of tolerance, right? Yeah. All right. So, all right, fine. We'll say he, she, whatever you want to say. To, well, now it's so it's like the first time we just looked at you and lied. Okay, we'll go along with the lie was a mistake because now we've conceded this got us here. More, yeah. And that's my only issue with it. But if people were like Landon, yeah, I wouldn't give a shit. And it's not that I care that an adult's that way, but when you keep telling me, Look, it don't matter that I have a penis. If I want to go in that bathroom in Target, I'm going to go in there. Do you see the guy on TikTok, the trans, so the trans woman, so the dude, he said, and I quote, I'll send you the video later so you know I'm not like, he said, I dare you. If I want to go in the women's bathroom, I fucking dare you to stop me. I did see that. Well, bro, you're not Louisiana because I'm going to tell you. We are going to have an issue. Yeah, nine times out of ten, I, I don't don't do this, man. Hundred percent, bro. Yeah. And if it's between you or my granddaughter and wife and daughter, hmm. but you remember he time. told all trans people, yeah. arm up, yeah, learn I, I, how to I, shoot. I, and it's like that's a call to arms. Sounds threatening. Yeah, that's a call to arms. But anyway, I'm sorry I rambled for a second. But no, no, but no, no. I mean, it's I, okay. I do care. Part of me agrees. Like it. it on the onset, it would it wouldn't be that big of a deal until we said, "Oh, we just want to be accepted and tolerated." No, this has turned into. I used to be a woman. Now I'm a man. So you say that I'm a man. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to say that. Then you're a bigot. It, it, it's just turned into just. Well, no more. No more do I like the thought of having to do that than I would on the reverse side of it right. too. If I were pushing my sexuality at all the the homosexual community, hundred percent. You know, say I'm straight. Say I'm a straight God. Yes. Say it. Yes. Say it, you know. And you just brought up a great point. You and I do not get up in the morning and walk up to people and go, I'm a straight male. Tell me you respect me. Pronouns he, him. Yeah, we don't do that. <laughs> we just live our life. We don't talk openly every day about all this. Yeah. Why does it have to be something talked about? I, I you know, to, to address that specifically, what I think about yeah. why it has to be talked about is to bring awareness. But I think that there's a time and a place for awareness. A hundred percent, you're right. Especially when it's to educate people, when it's true education, Mm -hmm. because I'm all for that. Because coincidentally, those who do have gender reassignment, who have, you know, body dysmorphia, uh, gender dysphoria, those who have those issues, and it is... A real thing. It like, is a true. Yes, I want them to be welcome. Like, I want them to be a member of my community. Thank you. You know, like I yes, want, I want that. Those are men and women that are suffering yeah. mentally about where they are, and I don't yeah. want that feeling. No, man. I, would, I don't wish that. Thank you. I, I don't wish it on nobody. Anybody. No, I cannot not. agree with you more. There, like yeah. they're real men and women. Mm-hmm. 
They don't not doing this for attention. Yeah, there are. There are. And, and those people, oh, I hate they, that. they belong. Yes. And, and just like it was trendy. And my own sister said this to me a, a while back. She, she, you know, it's trendy to be gay right now. It's trendy to be this or that. Yeah. You know, those trends are mm. no good. Yeah. You know, and, it, and, and, I, and I'm going to go back to this. As long as it's the discussion about educating for people who don't, because there's a lot of things that I don't know and I like to. Hundred percent, brother. We're, we're kicking back and forth, right? Some now, of so. the stuff you've told me about, like the trans rules, of military, like nobody's yeah. ever explained. Like I want to know those things, yeah. okay? Yeah. So I can at least educationally speak on it a little. Yeah, but, absolutely. Okay. So, that, so all those things, like I, I want, I want to talk about those. Yes, things, but I want to talk about those places in an area where we're all disarmed. Yeah, where it's thank not you. Get heated. Let's not let emotion. No, no emotion. There you go. And. And it's it's not a place to bring emotion at all. It's not a place to to say you type statements like you're wrong. Yes, we can't do that. No, it is. I I think I feel mm -hmm. and I hope or wish. Yes, that's how we would language it. With and, and what a great thing you just said too, man. You just said something that is so intelligent. My wife and I lost a son in '99. Yes. Sorry to hear. Okay, that. Uh, so so we lost a little boy, mm -hmm. and then. Uh, about a year, year and a half later, we decide. All right, let's 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 try again. Yeah. From that moment to 2017. Mm -hmm. So from 2001 to 2017, she's had ten miscarriages. Good. Can't God. figure out why. Like no doctor can tell us why. Yeah. But my point with that is. That doesn't make me an expert no. on infertility. No. It doesn't make me an expert on miscarriages no. or abortion or anything. It makes me maybe an it maybe makes me intelligent to heartache. Yeah. But I'm still not an expert. And so many people conf conflate that. They do. Because they experience something all of a sudden They're an you're expert. an that's not how that works. Look, I, I have And that's well said what you said there. Yeah. I have a tick. So I have a, a, well, a, a form of you threads. can. Oh, I was doing the. You can burn it off with a lighter. But oh, not one of those. Damn, that was a dad joke, yeah, and I, I ruined I, it. No, Fuck. I, I, Go that ahead. Was shit. So I didn't know that. Okay. Well, it's it's not. It, it randomly, you know, I'll give it a little twitch, but it's not that where I'm like, you know, cocksucker motherfucker. None, yeah. none, none of that. I don't do that. Uh, and that's called something I can't remember it. Uh, and see, that's what I'm speaking about right now. Yeah. I am not an expert on Tourette's. No, of course you're not. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, uh, that's interesting. And I don't want to get off subject, but I do. And I mean that. So I've heard people say, you know, with Tourette's, you know, like the tick, the, the kind of, you know, not Parkinson's, obviously, but, mm -hmm. but that involuntary, you know. Yeah. But then I've heard people say Tourette's is in where they just say things. That, so it's the same it's, it is. So with Tourette's, you have, I want to say it's called, it starts with a C, con, concilia, con, something like that. But that's when you curse. That's when you have the. Uh, okay. The I got, okay. It's just, it's, uh, it's, it's a chapter, I guess. Of yeah, okay. Absolutely. It's, it's, you have Tourette's, which is the, the involuntary spasm or okay. the tick as it's referred to. Sure. Some people do stuff like that. I just twitch. Okay. Um, I have. Oh my God. You know, you might. It, it, it's more common than what you think. And I think that's. Oh my God. Okay. I I don't want to say anything about someone on air because. But anyway, I'll, I'll ask you after we. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, so the the Tourette's thing, mm -hmm. like, uh, 
It doesn't make you an expert. It doesn't mean no. you should write policy on this. Yeah, I don't know shit about it. If I'm you know, honest. but then the flip side yeah. is it, it just politicians shouldn't always be involved in that either. That's right. Uh, that, that's right, Kevo. And if I may, you know, <laughs> <laughs> he sounds. So, thank you, Kevo, for saying that. Um, <laughs> If it's, I were a politician, you, I think that I would close my mouth about a lot of things that I know not about. It's like you're running for office right now and you're trying to be gentle. But yeah, you're right. Geraldo was yeah. the example. Yeah. When he was talking about the gun control thing, gun control thing, and one of Greg Gutfeld or one of them. And I don't. And oh, my God. I'll my get God. into the, the, the he's funny. <laughs> yeah, he is. But Good. I don't watch Fox News. And, and when, when they did what they did, Tucker Carlson, I just like, well, now I'm really done. Yeah. But but I don't go to them for news. They're just as bad as some of the other ones. Oh, my God. No. But Gutfield did. Yeah. He got Geraldo when, when yeah. Geraldo was like, you know, there's no need that so-and-so needs an AR-15. And he goes, well, maybe if you're in like a high-end sport club. Hold up, hold up. So rich people. Yeah. That's okay. Gotcha. That's okay. But gotcha. you and I, we don't fuck no. And then and then Gunfield goes, what does AR stand for? And Geraldo, like he's going to snap it. Assault rifle and and he and Gredfield's like mm, may want to look Try it again. up, Geraldo, before you uh, Try again. just say. And he's like, well, whatever it is. No, 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 no. Don't do that. No. So instead of at that moment going, hey guys, what I said was wrong. My bad. I don't want anybody to repeat yeah, it. Or but, I don't know. Yes, he went. Well, whatever. Change the subject. That's how fucking people get these ideas. Absolutely. That's misinformation. It's 100%. And you know, only a portion of that interview, a blurb, is going to be cut and put onto social media for masses. 100%, man. That's scary. So. That's really scary. Guys, on my grandchildren, (laughs) if I'm lying, I'm dying. I had three items that I wanted to bring up, right? Yeah. You said that interview could be, you know, hit and this and that and the other, right? And that's scary. The item I had, no you just way. gave me the perfect segue, was no way. this is what scares me about AI. Oh, okay. All right. I can this is so fucked up. You wanna hear you wanna hear my first instance of this? Absolutely. Well, hell yeah, dude. So we have a big uh exercise uh once a year in in uh on drill weekend where we go and exercise our disaster response. Mm -hmm. So let's say Hurricane Billy Bob comes through and decimates the southern part. I don't want no hurricanes ever, but I want to see a Hurricane Kevin or Kevo. Yeah, Hurricane Kevo. That'd be cool. Whatever. Right, yeah. (laughs) Sorry, New York, but y'all. Yeah, it's their turn. Yeah. We've had enough. Yeah, hell yeah. (laughs) So anyway, we we exercise that and we go to uh, Rose Tangipahoa Parish and, uh, the, the general was coming. The adjutant general of the state of Louisiana um, was coming out there, and they were like, oh, Gonzalez, you're briefing him. And I was like, oh, shit. All right. Um, Damn, I got to do it. Yeah, why do I have to do this shit? Y'all, y'all know I'm dumb. Just kiss my Yeah. <laughs> I don't talk good. <laughs> yeah, you don't sound like you talk good at all in here. Yeah. All of a sudden, you developed a, y'all, I don't do this way. Y'all, come on, shit. <laughs> So I download this chat GBT because because one of the soldiers in there was like, yeah, just download it. Like, what the hell am I going to say? Just download this. It's like how to brief a general about disaster response. Let me tell you, I gave the best brief that I've ever given in my life based on that chat, and that's scary. Yeah, 
Because how do they know how to address a general about disaster response? Where is that script online already? Yeah, and, 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 and so that is a big question. Number two, so does that person just fooled you, right? You, you even said, like, it was yeah. so. Are, are we electing people, appointing people, hiring people? That are using uh, that, that script? Yes. Yeah. Buddy of mine just was like, oh, man, I had to do it. I wrote a song, you know, and he's like, you need to do it. It wrote a great song. And it was all. And I was like, I'm not doing it. Now, I understand. Don't do it. Other people. I'm not doing it. I don't. That's the one thing I haven't done yet knowingly. Yeah. And I'm standing my ground on this. Yeah. I'm not doing it. I think it's going to take jobs. I think it's going to hurt our society. Well, I is, think this is a fucking mess. Yeah, this is Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Uh, oh! <laughs> this is... Uh, exactly what it is. Yeah, this, this is... This is... Uh, what was the system that they were using? It's not... The... Uh, whatever it was, this is this is the, the, the segue into it, this chat GBT. So, so how do you... Uh, it's one of those things, man, like... Well, how do you turn back now, guys? I mean, you've start. You've went down a fucking hole, yeah, and you rang a bell. Yeah. But now we're not going to be able to unring. Yeah. Well, so, so I don't know if you've ever. I don't know how much about robotics that you know. Not much. But it has to be. It has to be written or created for them to even become self-aware or the ghost in the machine or whatever they want to call it to to come alive. So right now. Unless there's something about robotics and AI that I don't know, we're not really there yet. Now, mm-hmm. now there's a big difference between malicious, uh, you know, software and things like that. Right, uploaded, right. but that's not necessarily AI. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. Do you do Snapchat? No, I used to, but yeah. then I was like, yeah, this. They, uh, they've got it, their own little version of AI. And uh, I talk a lot of trash to it. Yeah. Um, it's, oh, right. It's fun. Like, I disarm this poor little robot. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I, feel, I feel bad for yeah. him. Oh, God. Yeah. I thought you'd do it like just going to inflate my ego a little bit, make me feel better. But you start feeling guilty, huh? Yeah, I did. <laughs> Look. I, you know that's a good conscious person when I, you start feeling guilty about for, that. For insulting the robot. Yeah. So I had this argument. What what a lot of people don't realize is due to the spectrum of light that we can see and can't see, right? The sun appears to be yellow or red or whatever. Sure. It it, if in space, without in the vacuum, without the filters, with we could actually see the sun's green. Okay. A lot of people don't know that. A okay. Lot of people, that's that's not really common knowledge. No. That, why common. would it be? So that's a very that's a new fact that I can go. Okay, I like this. So I was arguing with that poor little robot on there. <laughs> I'm going to fucking show you. Yeah. Let me tell you, you idiot. The sun is actually green due to the lenses in our eyes and the colors that we can and can't see. You listen to here, Roy, the robot. You're going <laughs> to. So here I am. Like, I'm, I'm I'm just I'm mad at Snapchat. Evidently, you are. Because he's wrong. And I... <laughs> fucking t- I know I'm right. Yeah. What is this communist freaking regime there we've got going on? <laughs> Totalitarian shit. Yeah. So, so uh, interesting question though. Yeah. So, how bad is this to the point where you know I hear experts talk about it, you know, and then Elon Musk says we need to slow down on this. Yeah, it can get out. It's what I was referring to earlier. Is I think it can get out of control. Um, and and when he says that, it kind of makes me go. 
I'm right when I say this don't need to be. Think of the data collection that's actually taking place with these AI, these chat GBTs, these AI bots, whatever the case is. Mm -hmm. There's so much data being input into this. All right, so now we know the psychological basis. We're collecting data with TikTok. We're seeing where their algorithms go with Twitter, with Facebook. Right. We've got data collection points there, but now we can see what they can type in the conversations. They can right. Type. Oh, and by the way, if I upload a pre-scripted response to someone who searches, I don't know, terrorism, or what do I need to do to become a terrorist? There you go. D dude, that's how scary this is. Yeah. That yeah, I, I was while you were talking. I'm go I was trying to Google this something I read the other day, and, but they talked about people are duplicating videos. Yeah. All right, so they're taking your image. They've never shot a video of you, but they're taking images of friends and putting them in somewhere like they're they're leaving a building, getting in a car. Yeah, and and then they're like, see, look, look your wife's gonna think you were doing, that. and it's like it looks like them. Yeah. Oh, and it's like deep fakes. What the fuck are we doing, man? <laughs> yeah, there's deep fakes like that where they're taking like, your voice. Yes. And making you say things. Yeah, and we're never going to be able to. I mean, it, it, we're never going to be hold people accountable like this because uh -huh. we're not going to know well, what's you've what. You've got a scapegoat. Now. Oh, that's it. Yeah, now you've got a scapegoat. Everybody's got a, well, you know, remember Adam Sandler, uh, man, remember, he was so funny at one time. Oh, yeah. Remember the album? I think it was What the Hell Happened to Me. There was a skit on it called The Goat. Yeah. My wife and I on our first date, which was two days after my daughter you know, held her arms up to her, on our first date, it was just in the truck playing, but it was really <laughs> low. And I forgot it was even in the tape deck. Yeah, I had a tape. Yeah. Nice. Shit, yeah. And, uh, and she was like, she was like, it's. Is that Adam Sandler talking? And so I turned it up a little, and it was on the goat. And I was like, have you heard this? And she sat and listened to that seven-minute skit. Of the goat. And I was like, this is the one. Yeah, I mean, this, this, is, this is the is one, love. man. But, uh, but, but in the goat, he said that, you know, the old man, the old man's like, uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, they got the picture of me on the loop, the loop, you know. Yeah. And the old man was like, "Did you get on the roller coaster?" And he goes, "They superimposed me," you know. And the old man was like, <laughs> "Okay, okay, what superimposed?" And that's where I feel like we're going. Yeah, like they just—it's not me. Yeah, it's not me. And I, I this is a problem. That. I didn't do that. So all of the bad behaviors can be hidden with the scapegoat of, well, that wasn't me. Right. That wasn't me. I'm sitting there going, how bad is this going to be in courts of law? Go. Oh. In congressional hearings. Oh. This is not, war, and even war, what you said, in military war instances. War crimes. Man, this is so dangerous, and 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 I don't know enough about it. Yeah. I know it. I know the potential. It's got potential to be to be troublesome, uh, spiral out of control. If it's not closely monitored and guarded, which, which I hope one can only hope that it's not, it's not out there to collect malicious data from anyone or to give malicious information to anyone who might be looking for answers. Right. One can only hope, and maybe this is me just being, turning turning my cheek. You know, uh, one can only hope that the, that the the inherently unevil people, the inherently mm -hmm. good people that exist. 
I like the way you put that though. And I honest, I, I, I like the, the inherently unevil. Yeah. Because it re- reminds people that's not synonymous with that good. evil. Yeah. It reminds them, and I, I really, really do like that. I like saying unevil. I'm going to use that. That is oh, very well said. Very well said. We hope that the people who are good mm-hmm. save the day. Right. Right now. You're in that, that very well said. You know. So, quick question. Um, uh, this is something you, you will be the first person I did this with. I mean this. Okay. So I have this uh, thing. I, me and Mary were talking the other day about something, and I said, "There's something, there's something I want to start doing with people because I'll, I'll, st- I'll do the podcast live uh, starting this Thursday from okay. six to eight. Right on. And it'll be on the Outlaw Country Station. Yeah, with Rotown well. Radio, right? Yep, yep. And then I'll still do an episode or two weekly. Either solo and one with someone else. Mm-hmm. So uh, I like. So you'll be the first person that got to do this. I said I want to. I want to do something that I do with every one-on-one guest. Okay. It may not be the exact same questions, but I want to do ten rapid-fire questions. Okay. All are right. you willing to do this? <laughs> you are yes. the guinea pig, Hell man. Yes. This is awesome. It's a trial run. I like okay, it. Okay. Let's see how this goes. Okay. So. Um, and so when I say rapid fire, I'm going to read the question and I, I'm not I, like I got a timer. Yeah. First like, comes to mind. Yeah. Just got yeah, it. But honest as you can be. OK. Yeah. OK. All right. So ready and go. How do you usually celebrate the 4th of July? Uh, beer in a pool. I like that. Uh, where did you go on your last vacation? Fuck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hang on a damn minute. Uh, Blue Ridge, Georgia. Where okay, so see, this is what. Uh, where is that? I didn't. Uh... So it's the Blue Ridge Mountains. Uh, oh, yeah, Blue Ridge Mountains over Dumbass. in Georgia. Yes, me, me uh, Abby, my ex fiance, Ashley, um, uh, Romero, Rivera, whew, and Ryan Watts all went over there, and we went hiking. And nice. Oh yeah, man, that's perfect. Perfect vacation for me. I love hiking. So, uh, so well, okay. I say rapid fire. We're going to do ten random questions because okay, we don't have to go that fast. But now, I, I, so I want to ask you about that later because okay. uh, Mary and I are looking for a place we'll be celebrating our twenty sixth, twenty seventh nice. anniversary of September. We won't. I don't want to be near people. I used to always be like, I'm a beach guy, man, yeah. and then I'm like, people. Go. I want to be away from everyone. Go hiking. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I want to talk about that because I, okay. there's probably cabins and stuff up there you can probably Absolutely. get. Absolutely. Secluded. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So, um, all right. Uh, what surprised you the most about your current job? That I'm still doing it. <laughs> <laughs> that I'm still employed that, with it. That my body hasn't given out. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. So. Uh, this is on a historic level, not necessarily a personal level. Okay, right. if you could go back in time and change history, would you? And what event would you change? So uh, my background is physics. Um, oh shit! Yeah. Um, no, I would not. Because undoing one event, doesn't I love mean. that answer. That you can be. undo the Hitler stuff, but guess what? We probably that may mean we got Hitler Part Three somewhere in there. Well, we probably would have went to war with the Soviet Union. Yeah, so. yeah, and that is so well said. I tell people so. it is it is fun to talk about and yeah. ifs and buts, what but if? I'm with you. Yeah, nope, yeah, not no. doing it either. And suffice it to say, Kevo. 
I've went, you know, we, we've all experienced life and I wouldn't be who I am today without it, without it. And going back in history and changing something maybe in my life, that would change who I am today. And I'm happy with who I'm 100 percent with you. But even the personal thing, yeah. I truly believe <clears throat> if somebody goes back and they're like, you know, what we're going to do we're going to kill baby Hitler. Right. It's done. I guarantee you. That changes the man that I'm sitting here looking at. Absolutely. It's all going to be connected at one way or another. Absolutely. So it's a dangerous So there's the, the dangerous theory, precedent. The theory of the butterfly effect. And, and obviously that was a movie, but what it says right. is, is the, the the wing the flap of the wings of a butterfly could across the world and affect, you know, a tsunami. It just That's exactly something right. Something as simple as that. So so if even if I were to let's say move Hitler's mother onto a railroad tracks and then disappear out of time. Thus, preventing Hitler from ever being born. Yeah. That doesn't mean that bad things wouldn't have followed. No, right. There's somebody in there. Yeah, there's There may have been a way worse than Hitler. R- right. Like, way you worse. do not know. There's no. So, I'm with you. The The idea of talking about it is always fun. Like, it's it a is. fun. It all right. Is. If nothing would have happened, this would have done. And, but you're right. Yeah. I know. I know how bad that sounds. But, and, and I believe I'm a firm guys, believer in history is something to be looked at to collect data from. Yes. So that we know where to go next. Don't erase it. Yeah, don't erase it. Don't change it because we know what happened. Yes. You know, we know. So, so that's the, and that's another thing I, I say all the time. I'm telling you, we're like we're we're gonna get married one yeah. day, dude. We <laughs> Chuck and Larry. We're, yeah. But we're uh, but it's like no, don't do it. Look, use it. We know the bad that was in it. We do, and it's Fix okay. It. But not every. Now, I'm not talking about Hitler. Yeah. Everybody, get this straight. Yeah. We, we're Let's not. get our shit straight here. I'm not Condoning. talking about that piece of shit. Yeah. Okay. No. But throughout history, there have been people that that leaders, historical people, uh, you know that that may have owned slaves. Yeah. But they weren't bad people. Everybody did that at that time. That's if right. you took that one aspect out, like these are men that were still good men, some of them, not all of them, but it's just this idea we can't talk about them because they did this. Yeah. And we can't uh, hang on. Well, that was a social social norm. I mean, right. we, we can we can go back to the time of the Romans and we have great generals and great leaders that came up through the Roman Empire. And yeah. guess what? Every yeah. one of them had slaves. Every yes. Every, yes. So you, right. That was that was a social norm. Okay, so I'm with you on the history thing. All right. Would you rather find your dream job or win the lottery? Find my dream job. I'm with you. I'm with you because I'm afraid I'd spend money to, uh, and I'd be like, shit, I'm broke. Yeah. Now I got to go to a convenience store or something and work. I don't know. I'd rather find my dream job. With you. Would they say, uh, if you find that, if you're happy with your job, you never Never work work day in your life. That's it. That's That's it. Well said, too. Okay. How many times a day? Do you wander into the kitchen and not get anything? At least once. Okay. <laughs> at least, that, at like least. that's questions that I'm like. I have. I don't know if anybody's ever asked you. No, no, no. But it, I do it all question. the time. Yeah, I forget why I went in there. Uh huh. Or I walk in like I'm going to get something, and I go, "No, I'm not going to do that because I don't need the sugar. Or I yeah. don't, and, and I just leave." Yeah, you know, I have I have severe ADHD, so I'll forget why I went in there. Notice that a light bulb's out go to fix the light bulb, but I have to get a light bulb and I'll notice that the clothes hadn't been washed in the laundry room. <laughs> so, so this is my pattern. This is, this. we're going to get married one day. <laughs> but we're both going to be looking at the other ends of the house. What are you in there? Fuck, I don't even know anymore, I don't man. Shit. I don't You'll go to a movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, let me change my shirt. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, what movie do you enjoy quoting the most? 
Ooh, man. Now, my wife and I do that a lot. That's, that's why this question came that's up. That's a good one. We uh, do this all the time. Gosh, Borat's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Borat. God, I ain't thought about that. But Borat's a good one. Uh, we do Step Brothers. Step Brothers are great. And we do The Wild and Wonderful Whites of West Virginia. Oh Me and Mary God, do. I'm so glad <laughs> you know that movie. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah, dude. I'm so glad you know that Hey, exists. right over there, I've got the 10th anniversary DVD that has five extra hours oh of footage they didn't God, use. Are you serious? That's Holy awesome. shit, man. Man. <laughs> so awesome. I gotta loan that to you. Look, you ain't gonna believe it. I'll shake my pill bottles. Boone County mate. <laughs> Fuck yeah, it is, man. God, yeah. Mary, because they the grandkids call her May May. Yeah. And yeah. Mary would be like, I'm May May. I'm the biggest, the meanest, and the baddest of all the fucking Meredith. It's just like, what? Oh. We nicknamed my truck out there, my Jeep. I got the new Jeep under the wreck. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, "What do I name it? What do I name it?" And I'm sitting there, and Matt Thomas, who get me, you know, yeah. you got Matt. Matt's yeah. like, "Jesco," because <laughs> it's white. And I was yeah, like, "Fuck white. yeah, it is, man." Uh, yeah, I love that. What's well, the one line where she pulls up to Taco Bell and she's like, "Y'all got any Fiestas?" <laughs> I've got a shirt in my drawer no that says that says. Uh, they took CPS her took her baby, <laughs> took and on the back it says, "She's crying." Her. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, man! I love that when I first saw that, so I had a bad accident in 2010. I fell yeah. from a crane. It was pretty bad. Yeah. And um, and so I have this accident, and I can't even go upstairs. Like we had upstairs our big home before we lost the flood and all that. But anyway, I'm downstairs. So Mary would. Mary would go upstairs to sleep, and really, I had like a baby monitor, walkie-talkie right there, so I could say, I need you. Yeah. She had to help me get up off the cap. Yeah. So we'd have a bottle, like a jug for me to pee in if I had to, but right. it was pretty bad. So I'm yelling at her through the baby monitor <laughs> at 5.30 in the morning one morning, and she is so freaked the fuck out because she thinks... Oh my God, you know, and she's almost tripping coming down the stairs because she's right, half right. asleep. And and she come in, like, what, baby, what, what is it? And I was like, no, it wasn't an emergency. I just really want you to see this documentary. And she, <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, she was like, she what the was fuck is happening here? Like, are you kidding me? And I, I finally got her to wake up this, and she watched it. And, and every now and then she will randomly just go, thank you. I yeah. pre- I do. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad yeah, you did that. Yeah, now she was pissed for a little bit, like sure, you know, as one would. Be. Uh, and I don't blame her, but yeah. do we quote that every day of our life? I, one of us say something. I didn't see that movie until 2015 when I was overseas the last time. Okay, I I would get the the bit torrents and download movies, and I'd pass them around. Yeah. So by by the time the deployment was all over, we were all. <laughs> We were all the wild and wonderful whites of West Virginia. Right? Oh, my God. I can see our men and women in military <laughs> quoting that my, shit. My God. The trash talking we did. Yeah. You know, I'm the biggest. I'm the baddest. I'm the meanest son of a bitch. Oh, you my know, God. I, and I love you. I'm, I'm, I'm the sexy one of the family. I was always been. I get $2,000, $3,000 in my boot. Hey, do you follow uh, Sue Bob on, yes, on Instagram? Yes. Yes. Who? Yes. Not that you. Another, yeah, I'm not saying that yours have been great to you and I. Damn, Sue Bob. Yeah, Sue Bob fell off, girl. Man, you got to lay the Marlboros down, girl. It's bad. It's bad. Look. Oh, I love that documentary. And I was deployed from, with guys from all over Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I was in Afghanistan with guys from New England. 
So I hand this shit to them. Oh. They're from fucking, they're from Foxborough, Massachusetts. Yeah, they don't yeah. know how we do shit hillbilly-wise. No. <laughs> they didn't understand that this was different. That, guys, I'm not fucking with y'all. Yeah. Y'all are going to see something that... Jeff Tremaine of Jackass. Oh, yes. Did this documentary. Yes, yeah, him and Johnny Knoxville <laughs> yes. put the money up. This yes. is their documentary. It Why is fantastic, guys? man. Oh, God, yeah. I guarantee you. It's no joke. We quote it, I guarantee you, every day one of yeah. us say something. And we probably watch it twice a year with a friend or somebody that's never seen it. Yeah. And when you watch it with somebody that's never seen it, it's so rewarding. Yeah, it is. To watch their face. Yeah, like, well, you feel you feel dirty. Yeah, you well said. You feel like you need a you, fucking shower. You feel dirty. There's another mm-hmm. movie, Kevo and if you've never seen it, this is a serious movie, mm-hmm. but it's about a town in, in Ohio. They got hit by a tornado, and it's like they just zapped them back. Like, time stopped. It's called Gummo. G-U-M-M-O. Gummo. G-U-M-M-O. Gummo. Okay. Uh, Harmony Corinne is the director. Oh. Like writer-director. All right, so. You can pull it up on the whole movie on YouTube. G-U-M-M-O. Correct. All right, Kevo, when I tell you this is the weirdest fucking movie that I've ever seen in my life, I am not being over the top. I'm telling you by the time that I watch the rest of this movie. I just text it to you so I would see it. You, you know text, what I'm saying? Gummo. Got it. You text me gummy. Oh, I didn't. Did I edit it? <laughs> oh, you might have. Yeah, I, you did. Okay, good. Okay. So. So fucked up. Huh? So, oh, man. Listen to this. So this was back when Blockbuster. I'm sorry. No. Yeah, Blockbuster was still a thing. Well, what was it right over How there? How long ago was that shit? It's been a while. <laughs> I know. It's been a while. I'm, I'm aging myself right now. You didn't have to. When you said earlier, you said something earlier that aged you. Internet. <laughs> Dial up internet. internet yeah. yeah. What were so, you um, So I go in there and I'm with a girl mm-hmm. and we're talking about, because my friend told me about it, right? And his friends told him about it. And this is, it was this kind of urban legend of the movie Gummo, right? Right. So I'll go in there and I'm like, hey. God, I can't wait to watch this tonight. <laughs> like, Fuck me, man. I, the guy behind the counter was like uh, your typical guy that would work at a movie store. Like he was a, a movie, you know, he he, he he liked cinema. Right. He's a young Quentin Tarantino or Absolute, something, you know, Absolute, genius. You know, and, and I'm like, hey, man, I'm looking for a movie. It's called Gummo. And he's like, huh. <laughs> 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 who, who told you about this? And I was like, oh, shit. Your face. <laughs> it was like Beavis and Butthead yeah. meets the cinema, the, yeah, the, the clerk guy. <laughs> <laughs> who told you about that? And I'm like, man, I don't know my friends. And he, so, it was like, picks it up from under the counter. His, the only copy, Like it's a special. Like it's, it's a, a triple X rated movie. He slides it to me, winks. He's like, it's on the house. Just let me know what you think. Like, like he directed this movie. Like, this is his his private copy. He just, it's on the house. Let me know what you think. What the fuck? He was so cool about it. I thought he was giving me drugs. <laughs> <laughs> What's really in here, bro? Yeah, yeah, yeah you're doing the nose thing. Like, am I like to party yeah, right now? We, is that what I'm doing? Yeah, yeah we about to party. Yeah, well, I mean, just let me know. Yeah, 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 it's cool, but just let me know. I gotta know, right? Yeah. yeah. So he slides, and I watch it. And I've got like I'm. I start watching it, and I've got a pillow that I'm holding. Oh, gee. Oh my god. When I finished watching that movie, I was filthy. I cannot wait to do that. How I've never seen this, I don't know. It's a very underground but, movie. But, brother, 
It's very underground. I am excited because I've never had anybody give me a movie like that. Like I've given oh, them a lot more of life. So this is fucking exciting. I've got a, I've got a list of them. The Poughkeepsie tapes is another good one. Okay, so you need to send me like that one. I will. I've heard of that. Oh, it's a good one. But nobody ever said like that. Like, hey, this is okay. Good one. So and remind me, I got one for you in a minute. But okay. Okay. Um, yeah. What's the next question? So let's see. <laughs> Shit, man. We'll go off on a tangent. Uh, do public restrooms make you self conscious? No, why would they? Uh, some people can't sit down to go to the bathroom because they're like, brother. If I'm making noises, people are gonna, you know. No. I'm like, that's just. I've been in the army for 18 years. I can go to the bathroom right over there. Yeah, like if, you, if, you, if you're like, hey, look, we're, we're locked. Yeah, no problem, man. <laughs> you know, give me a bag. I'll you, fix this. You could sit there and just do it and and just yeah. read the phone and like, I ain't yeah. worried about you. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, at what age would you like to retire? Uh, I can retire at 37 in two years, but I won't. Two years. It's so a ripe I'm, old age. I'm thinking 47. Maybe, okay. Maybe 45. It depends. Okay. All right. uh, but but that that's, it comes with a caveat. Once I retire from military service, I'm going to find myself something else. Oh, right. I bet you are. So, yeah. Something, uh, something. Uh, and who knows what it'd be, but, but yeah. just something. Yeah. I could, I could be working at Home Depot, you know, and I'd be happy. Uh, right. You know, well, with your with your son and time yeah. with him, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, it's it's it, that's, that's it. That's it, man. That's God. Yeah. Um. All right. What is the best Halloween costume you've ever worn? <laughs> well, let's. Y'all hear that? <clears throat> I was a Mormon a few years ago. That was fun. How do you go as a Mormon? Well, I was in black slacks and a white button up, and I had a badge. Ah, uh, <laughs> gotcha. Okay. And I had little okay. pamphlets, and, and I was working at Brass Monkey. Um, I that's, was, I was, that's awesome. I was Rick from Rick and Morty one year and, and, nice. and Finkley was Morty. So all I really did was put on a lab coat and a wig and got drunk. And, and I, I was, I was perfect. <laughs> you didn't have much work to do. No, no, no. It was great. Right. Um, so what do you think the best one, what's the best you've done? So I get into, Harvard and I like to get into character and mm -hmm. stay in character. One of the favorite things that I've done when I was working in the bars is I was a sleep paralysis demon, an incubus. So I painted my face black and blue, and I had these big teeth that if I smiled, it was like, holy shit. It's, yeah. a, it's, it's on my Instagram. But I did, I'm going to go find that thing. I did not speak a word that entire night, and I bartended an entire night. You know how I told everybody their amounts? I used my fingers or I wrote it on a napkin. And I had a pre-pulled napkin that says, look, I'm a sleep paralysis demon. I cannot speak. And I would just hold it up to him and put it back in my pocket. And it was ominous and very, it was fun. That's probably the, the funnest. Uh, do you know how much discipline that fucking took? Yes. Oh, of course you do. You did yes, it. Yes. Um, also, I was Ursula the Sea Witch from the Little the Little Mermaid a few years ago. That was funny shit. The sleep paralysis one, like that's impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Because that takes a lot to be a bartender. Yeah. Because eighteen times a night, you want to tell somebody go fuck themselves, Absolutely. and they deserve it. Yeah. Yeah. Or get or get out. Or go <laughs> right, fuck yourself. Right. But uh, Finkley dressed in drag. Well, I guess we both dressed in drag for that mm -hmm. Halloween. That was funny shit. I painted my entire body purple. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, and well, I I did the gender bender, so I was a male Ursula the Sea Witch. Gotcha. So I had on like a vest and a yeah. and a flowing because I had tentacles because I was not yep. this, you know. <laughs> T not testicles. And, well, well, you have those too, I, but uh, I, yeah. I, I had a little bit of those. But uh, my hair was white, my face and body was purple, and I had like a little mole, like right, and a little. It's fucking it, it, awesome. That was, was fun. That was, uh, okay, so what is your go-to lazy dinner? 
Ooh, man, peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Fuck yeah, dude. Fuck. I can eat peanut. There's a jar of peanut butter in there dude, yeah. that I take a couple bites out of, and then I take honey. Oh, yeah. And squirt it all in it and oh, stir yeah. it, and that's mine. Like, yeah. nobody can have that. It's mine. You know, <laughs> fuck, man. I'm, um, uh, do you vote in local elections? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, I, have, I took my voter's ID, my voter's registration card to every election, and they're like, oh, I wish more people brought these. And I was like, you're fucking t- supposed to. That's right. Um, there you go. Uh, what is the kindest thing you've ever done for someone? Gosh, Kilo, I, I don't know. Uh, well, you know, probably serving the country is probably a good one. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'd never really kept up with i'm with you i'm with you i want to say one of the things and and this is why i remember it but there was a lady struggling to get one of the uh automatic carts started and going at the grocery store so i held up the line at the grocery store i told the lady i was like can you excuse me for one second and she was Mm -hmm. like yeah go ahead so i went over there and i helped this old lady you know I was like, look, ma'am, I don't mean to scare you. I, I hope I'm not. Can I help you? Yeah. She was like, yes, yes, son. You- yeah, I don't want you to be threatened. I'm here to help. Yeah. Right. She was like, yeah, absolutely. Can you get me? Can you help me get this to work? I was like, yes, ma'am. Let me take a look at it. Mm-hmm. Well, this one don't work. How about you want to sit on this? One? You need to help you over. Yeah, son. You know, she was a sweet old lady. She, right. She was somebody's grandma. Right. So when I went back over to the to the counter, I was like, look, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry, guys, that I held y'all all up. I just, I had to help her. And, and the lady behind the cash, and I'm, I'm kind of getting emotional because it was very kind for the lady to say, thank you for doing that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, no. Uh, if that's that what were, we're supposed to do. If that were my grandma, I would want someone I, to help her. That's And my grandmother raised me, yeah. so I get that. Yeah. Like, treat my granny respectfully if I can't be there, please. That's Don't, right. You know. That's right. And, and it's men. But see, that's it. That's what we're supposed to yeah. do as men. That's Protect right. people that are weaker. And I'm not saying women are weaker. It's not no. what I'm saying. No, no, no. But you know what I'm getting at. Absolutely. Uh, we're supposed to protect people. Yeah. That's our job. I'd want I'd oh. want someone to help my grandma. Absolutely. Um, all right. What is your go-to karaoke song if you were going to do one? I believe in a thing called love. Nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Great. The queen. Uh, or no. no. <clears throat> it's by... Oh God, I can't... Now that you ask me, I can't really... It's either that or Thong Song by Cisco. Ah. Because that's a good one, too. Do you wake up long before work or right before you start working? Like some people get up, throw their shit on and go. I wake up long before. You know why? Because we're of a fucking generation (laughs) where there's a little bit of structure. There is. You get up, you shower, you brush teeth, you have coffee, whatever you do. I do Bible study or read the newspapers. I'm the same way. My mom had it instilled in me when I was 10, maybe maybe before. I set my own alarm. Mm -hmm. I got up at 627 every morning. Kevo, I put my alarm clock upside down. It was one of those long radio clock radio. Yeah. Clock radio. Not, some people ain't going to know what that is. Yeah, right. But it was yeah. one of those. I put it upside down so I couldn't hit snooze on it. And I put it across the room. Fuck. So I had to get up, go turn it off. Yep. And then my feet were on the floor. I was awake. There was no, oh, let me lay down for a few minutes. Yeah. No. I was mm-hmm. up. I right. I always put I always put my alarm across the room too before yep. my phone. Yeah. I need to do it more. Yeah. But you know, like this morning, for example, real quick, I, I so the alarm went off at uh uh four fifty. Yeah. I hit snooze one time because I wanted to get up at five. Yeah. So at four fifty nine. That's because it's not in increments. <laughs> right. Bam. 
I got up. Yeah. I got in the shower. I brushed my teeth. Blah, blah. I didn't have to leave here until 6, 20, 6, 25. I grabbed my iPad out, and that was my reading the newspaper. Yeah. And then at 6 o'clock, airplane mode, airplane mode, and I went to my scripture app. Yeah. And I did my time with God. I don't want nothing else. I, I like don't want to be that. bothered. I like that. I'm going to start putting mine on airplane You, you mode know, and that. so I, did, I don't want a notification to come up that's going to make me go, liberals or yeah yeah yeah. so just airplane mode and i and i went with i'm doing the hollow app i i have it dude i have it i'm loving it man so i've got the uh the bible app on there so it it reads to me while i'm doing mindless things yeah which is i do that too some days when i'm grading stuff yep same thing if i'm driving to work or which i'll either listen to your podcast worms podcast or 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 the bible right work generally So, uh, but I have a lot of drive times. Did you, by, by chance, and I'm going to go to the next question, but uh, you probably hadn't yet. Have you, did you get to hear the podcast I did yesterday? No, not yet. So I did a solo, did my solo one yesterday because I, I was that. fired up about something. Yeah. So uh, you'll have to listen. But anyway. Okay. Uh, uh, but sorry. If your pet, you've got a couple or just one, right? I've got one. Yeah. Okay, Kevin, right? Oh, yep, yeah. Kevin. It's not me, guys. If your pet <laughs> could talk, what would he say about you? Oh man, I'm glad he he's can't a cat. Because <laughs> you have to earn their respect too. You don't just you get do. Yeah. You, do. you do. And, and look, I've had Kevin since he was a baby. I, fought, I bottle fed him. You know, mm-hmm. uh, so he's been with me through a lot. He's, yeah, he's seen a lot. He's seen a lot of girls come and go. Yes, he has seen a lady <laughs> or two being there. And he is the best wingman, <laughs> dude. That's awesome. He's the best wingman. But uh, if he could talk, I. I might would be like, all right, you can talk for one hour a day. <laughs> and then after that. You got to shut up. But nothing. Nothing. Um, all right. Well, uh, okay. Uh, what is most likely What is most likely to distract you if you're working from home? Fucking somebody knocking on my door or something. Somebody. If I'm working from home, somebody's going to... People are going to show up yeah, for some yeah. just stupid... Oh, I see your home. What are you doing? I'm fucking working. I'm just, <laughs> y- yesterday, I was giving my wife a pedicure. Yeah. Twice. Two different people. Rang the doorbell in 30 minutes. I'm like, what are the odds of this? Like, nobody ever... I'm pedicuring. Yeah, what? shit, man. <laughs> uh, if you... No, sorry. Uh, what is the funniest thing you've ever witnessed... In a Zoom meeting. Ooh. Um, and then there's one more question after that. You know, I don't. I've not done a lot of Zoom. We do Microsoft Teams um, in the Army. We because we've got the Microsoft Office suite. Yep. And the only funny thing that we've done is we were all teamed up against this one individual. So we changed all of our background pictures to like, fuck this guy. <laughs> so, so we did that kind of stuff. Like and everybody, that's good, everybody was involved. Like, right. Like the colonels and that's, below. That's, we're all involved. That's pretty good though. Shit. Yeah. Uh, all of our, all of our little pictures showed up. as like, fuck this dude. Right? This dude fucking sucks. So I said one more question. I got two. Okay. All right. So this one may be a little deeper, but yeah. Okay. Do you believe in second chances? Yes, absolutely. Uh, what's the old adage? Is you fool me once, shame, shame on, on you. You fool me twice, shame on me. Yes, I think that's it. Yes, uh, I, I believe that's it. You know, I believe Oscar Wilde said, "If you give a man a mask, he'll show you his true character." Yeah, 
um, so often are men men hide behind that machismo toxic masculinity right right so and men are they, terrible they, yeah <laughs> right so, so right. often they hide behind that but if you can give that man a mask and this is and and what this is right now is a you know metaphor of the mask right but if you give him well i am this person then he'll really show you who he is acting through that mask uh, i believe that's that. very interesting too yeah. so i believe i do believe in second chances i i do, I, I, I do too obviously i think there's an exception to every rule sure as i've said on my yeah, show mur- before murder uh, well and not even me i know how crazy that sounds like <laughs> murder but i don't know that one but you molest a child you're I'm done. done with you. You're done. I don't want to hear from you. I don't yeah. want to look at you. I think child molestation should be punishable by death. I really do. That I and, do. And, I do. And you know what I think too, Kevo, and I think that we have a problem in society right now because we don't have enough grown up weapons. Uh, I think that if we could cane people or or whip it would get people's attention in in the public forum yes and people always say oh my god you're that's barbaric that, that's barbaric toxic white people white men you know it's like yeah it guys is. yeah hang tight yeah if you do it one time one. i'm not saying you're solving all of them but you're gonna solve 50 percent of these people are gonna be like fuck Absolutely. that dude i'm not yeah. doing this shit yeah, Ta- they're gonna take my that. pants off and people see my shriveled up stuff on the baby I'm not, and I'm, not doing, yeah. I'm not stealing that candy yeah, right I'm man and you're so right though yeah, um all right and what celebrity annoys you the most <clears throat> what do we call a celebrity Shit, that's a good question. yeah i get but man you're right you're right uh, so many are What's the what's the current press secretary for the White House? <laughs> I can't remember. Jereen Jabons, you see? Yeah. Yeah. And that's not her, being disrespectful, guys. I just don't think she's good at what she does. Her and the one before her. Saki. 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 Yep. Jen Saki. Yeah. Both of them I I just don't like them. No. And and I don't care that they have vaginas. I don't care about any of that. Yeah. I, if you were good at your job, shit. I'm uh, it's for me it's the it's they're just pompous. Yeah, very. They're very pompous. They like it, that. It, it very ego driven and yeah, yeah, yeah I, I agree. I don't like that at all. I don't either. I don't I don't like anyone to talk down to me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or, that or, bothers me a lot. If I ask a genuine question. Yeah. And, just be genuine back with me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I cannot agree more. Yeah. Um, before we go, so I have uh, uh, we we start doing this show um, Thursday mm-hmm. from six to eight live. So what I'd like to do is uh, I, I'm going to post this tonight. So okay. let's see what time is it? Eight twelve. So it'll probably be on iTunes by. I say I'm sorry, but Apple, Spotify, Spotify whichever yeah. the other one, Amazon, whatever, yeah. probably by 10, 10, 15. Cool. So what I'd like to do is uh, I w- I'd like to, I'd really want us to look at a calendar. Oh, yeah. And I want to get you in the live studio with me. Absolutely. Because I would like you and I to do a, all right, we're going to do, like, I want to do the rapid fire game. All right. And I want to, like, have... have Let's you know, let it go. I want, yeah, I want to, like, me and Kelly will be doing it, but I want Joel to, like, hold the timer and go, ready, go. Yeah, and I yeah. want you to, I want to do that. But you're, you're extremely, uh, extremely 
uh, well-spoken, well-thought-out. It's uh, I've learned so much right by on. just sitting and having conversations. And and uh, it, it truly makes me – I want to surround myself with people yeah, yeah, yeah. that are mentally uh, uh, going to challenge me. And I don't mean make me feel stupid – just teach me. Talk yeah. about things that I don't know. Yeah, there's like, plenty out there. It's what we're supposed to do. Right. And um, give yourself. I, I don't know if you ever stop sometimes and and go. You know, it, it's okay to to just have some confidence in myself and do. But but you are very good at this. I love this. You are very good at this. So I love this. If it's something you ever, you know, you're talking about something you want to do when you go into the, after the military, you yeah. know, yeah. I'm just saying you would be very, very good at, at doing something where you can have open dialogue with people. Yeah. You're would, very, would, very good at it. I would absolutely love this. And you have a very, you know, you kind of remind me of a little, Who's that? little is Michael Knowles. Michael Knowles. All right. So he works for Daily Wire. Okay. Okay. And so yeah, he's yeah. a conservative. Yeah. I've never seen anybody do it like Michael does it because he he never he never gets elevated. Yeah. He does it. He can literally tell you what a moron you are without ever saying that or ever even changing pitch. Yeah. And 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 you walk away from there going. Did that motherfucker just, just say I was ignorant? I was just but, you, but but he's the nicest, yeah. most kind, genuine person ever. But he's disarming. He never changes it. And 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 you, you, here you, you've been everything's just on a very yeah even and and it it balances out when you have someone like me that's animated and very not that you're not passionate right right but I, I'm just a little more animated Local. and right Local. just because and and you you're you you say anything that you're comfortable with right but yeah. but it's on a very yeah you know, even kill and that's a nice balance good that does very well so good. i hope i hope that works out it was awesome man um so you will come on with me again of course i will anytime you'd like Kevin. Right. we can so make it happen i want you to do one thing so i'm going to soon i'm going to be having a new intro okay okay and I'm going to, like, when we go to break, mm -hmm. I'll say, you know, because uh, we're going to play, like, three songs during the right, the two hours. Yeah. Just give me a little break, you know. So when we come back. You need a back, too. I want to be able to say uh, you're listening to Unwavering Toxic Masculinity from the Dude's Den. So if you don't mind, right. lay down a in any voice you want, in your normal voice, your calm, your just whatever. Yeah. Give me a Unwavering. Toxic masculinity from the dudes. Give me one of those so I could uh, All right. so I can save it. You tell me when you're ready. And, and you can and if you like, uh, let me do it again. I don't care. Just okay. are right, you ready? Ready. Go. Unwavering toxic masculinity from the dudes. Yeah. This motherfucker nailed it the first time. Did you hear that? Just even. Just, I like that. Like very it's wide, soothing. Right? Yes. <laughs> it's so, soothing. I I want to leave. Yeah. The audience with one final. Thought. Absolutely, man. Uh, men's mental health and mental health in general is very important. Too. So I want to remind everyone out there that it's OK to not be OK. It's well OK said. to feel your feelings. But always remember, come back to us. Well, well said. 
damn, bro, <laughs> gave me chills. I'm going to embrace him passionately when we when we get done. I'm kidding, guys. I'm not going to embrace you him You better not be kidding. <laughs> um, that's awesome. That is well said, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad you said that because men need to be okay about talking to people. Absolutely. We can't hold it all in, man. Yeah, and if, if anyone out there needs anyone to talk to, hit, well me, said. hit me up. Well said. Michael Gonzalez, seriously, Facebook, yep. Twitter, Instagram, whatever. Everything. Find it and in, in, in me likewise. Yeah. And if you need to get in touch with me to get in touch with him seriously got it no yeah. problem but well said brother thank you thank well you. said you've been awesome love you bro love you. um and uh all right guys y'all know what it's been i appreciate you listening appreciate you uh coming around to the fact that you know i'm right about 99 percent what i say and you 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 lefties or liberals are wrong but it's okay i'm not gonna be rude to you i'm just i'll keep reminding you how wrong you are anyway just kidding I'm not really. But uh, anyway, guys, in this room full of God, family, and country, I'm Kevo. Gonzo's been here with me today. Hey, yo. And this is Unwavering Toxic Masculinity from the Dude's Tip.